3: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the
2: family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
1: And hello all. Welcome, it's our big Friday show. Look at that, Gail Guthrie already in the mix. Big shout out. Big shout out. Gail Guthrie, H-O-F, baby. She is H-O-F. 20 bucks gets us started. We're crowdfunded. We love it. I got to put my credibility glasses on early in the show. Kathleen Bryant with a super sticker for $20. Also, a big shout out. Big shout out. Pamela Kirkman. This is incredible. These are all things that happened before we went even on the air. Grateful for all the informative content and work the whole team does for us. Pamela Kirby with a quick fiver. Thank you. Big shout out. Big shout out. Indeed. Love it. I actually am... This... Mackay is right about this. Mark's most likely preparing his Coachella coffee fix. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I was doing. And that's why we're a minute or two late going on the air. I have to have it.
3: I I love that coffee. There it is. Now, I...
1: As you know, I'm a calf guy. I like the... I like the caffeinated variety, but many of you asked for a decaf, and there it is, the Why Are You Yelling Decaf from Coachella Valley Coffee, the official coffee of the Mark Thompson Show. So welcome all. By the way, if you want to buy that coffee, you go to CoachellaValleyCoffee.com. You can buy any coffee, any tea. They do terrific, this is like a boutique roaster. Everything is hand-roasted. And it's a remarkable place. So if you want to, I'm not going to do a whole big build-up on it now. You know, you've heard me talk about it and wax poetic about how great they are. There it is, though, handcrafted in Coachella Valley. But um, CoachellaValley.com, knock around the site. Again, our new decaf is called the Why Are You Yelling Decaf. And you can find it, buy it, or anything else you want. You can buy merch on the site, anything. I, I don't know how into it you'll get. But, I mean... I like the calf, and I buy two to five pound bags because I think that's the best value. But whatever you buy, you will get ten percent off at checkout with the coupon code Mark T. Put it on all together, Mark T. So that's that. I don't. Um, again, uh, Coachella Valley Coffee, so cool to come on as sponsors. And I will tell you again for those who might have missed it. This is a coffee that I've been drinking for years. I'm just so happy that they're on my show. I'm very proud. So, again, CoachellaValleyCoffee.com. And when you check out, use the discount code at checkout. Mark T. 10% off. Bravo! The Mark Thompson Show. A lot to do today. I promised you something, and I can't decide. And as usual, I'd like your help. I can't decide whether to... Get into the thing I promised, and I'll tell you what it is right away. Whether uh, we should do this off the top of the show now, or if we should wait and do some of the stuff that we planned. It's a little newsier. Mm -hmm. uh, And then do that at the bottom of this first half hour. As you know, after this first half hour, you've got Friday Fabulous Florida. John Daly's going to join us. Avila and Shore on politics. All kinds of revelations in the Eastman disbarment trial essentially and what they're looking at is revelations that remind you of how wide the plot was to overturn the last election so there's all of that is that me
4: no i think i did it on accident
1: oh okay sorry Um, my bad yeah my bad i'm sorry
4: i was Um, so excited that it's nancy's birthday and she's excited for friday fabulous florida for her birthday that I I was trying to get the the birthday background up in uh, her honor. I see. And in doing so, I I had a misclick.
1: Mm. So you're sort of blaming Nancy in a weird way. <laughs> no, it's kind I'm of a my... it's kind of an odd thing <laughs> no, to say no, on her birthday. No, I, you know what? You know. You know. Happy so, birthday, so Nancy. Because of this, I am going to do what I uh, the the thing that uh, the thing I wanted to the fun thing, and then I'll. Put to the side some of the more serious stuff. We will do it later this half hour. The fun thing is that Trevor from Concord, but now he's Trevor from Hollywood because he moved. Yeah. He grabs drops off the show. Sometimes I'll ask, hey, Trevor, grab that. I think that's a good drop. Or, boy, that's a good drop. Whatever. So he grabs them. But much of the time, he just grabs them on his own and sends them to me. So he sent a bunch of them, and I just haven't had a chance to share them with you, our regular listeners and viewers. And those who are new, we use a lot of drops on the show. We come from radio. But drops are used increasingly in fun ways. You know, Jim Cramer with that fast money, that was all drops. Remember those big things he hit? I mean, so it is used in other contexts, but just to explain, that's kind of what we do on this show. And ultimately, we put drops up against each other for Mark's Madness, which is something we do in March. And we run a whole tournament with drops going up against each other. And only one can win Mark's Madness. So anyway, a lot of the drops are from Kim. He grabbed a bunch from Kim. And I'm going to play all of these drops for you real quick. And, you know, we can just uh, react to them as, as, uh, and I should mention that uh, Tony is here too. Tony, And, uh, so feel free to weigh in on these uh, tony i mean some of a couple of them you may have heard but a bunch but some of them are completely innocuous. Like, you know, they're not embarrassing or anything. Like, this is a. What
4: in the world are you doing?
1: Yeah, what in the world are you doing? What
4: in the world are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: that's not a bad drop. It's, and, and that's versatile. It could work in a lot of places. <laughs> that
4: is a big ass gator, I'm going <laughs> to tell a hard you.
1: Hard that drop, is a yeah. big ass gator, I'm going to tell you. That
4: is <laughs> a big ass gator, I'm going to
1: tell you. Yeah, that's not bad. Um. America's
4: penis is having a hard time.
1: <laughs> wow. I, I don't know when you said that. I think that's. Florida is that in relation to Florida? America's uh,
4: penis is having a hard time. Okay. I think I, I said know. that today. Yeah, that's in relation to Florida. Yeah.
1: Um the um this is perfect as a drop because it is one of those things that can be used in so many different situations.
4: This thing has been dragging on and on and on. <laughs> I love that. I love that.
1: So it could be used any time during the show, right? This thing's been funny.
4: dragging yeah. on and on and on. Yeah. I love that.
1: All right, so that's a great drop like yeah. that. You know, some some of these drops are funny in the moment, but they're they're not. They have no versatility. Yeah,
4: they're staying power.
1: Know, yeah. Right, that one. This
4: thing's been dragging on and on and. on. I mean, on. that could
1: be said at any point while I'm telling yeah. some story or whatever. I mean, you could yeah. just completely you know, uh, blast me with that, um, and then this sort of. I don't know, it's not super versatile, but also maybe um, usable in a lot of different situations. You know what? Uh,
4: I've had it with you today.
1: uh, I think that is very, that's Kim most days with me. You know what? I've had it with you today. Yeah. So that, I I played Big Ass Gator already. Yeah. then there is, uh, well, this is just her saying. It.
4: That's not a drop. Don't do it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not a drop. Yeah, Don't not do not it. When she
1: knows. And she said that probably in relation to this. What's
4: in the Dragon Balls?
1: Yeah. Exactly. What's in yeah.
4: the Dragon Balls? Yeah, right. So yeah. that was
1: one of those. Um. But like what's in the Dragon Balls, and that's kind of ha-ha-ha, but you can't use that in a lot of different situations, no. so I don't love it as a drop, but I like this. The more Chiching ching
4: you got, the more Chiching ching you get. I think that could have <laughs> some,
1: that has some versatility to it. The more wow. cha-ching
4: you got, the more cha-ching you get. Yeah. Trevor's that. just tr- chopping me up five, five ways from Sunday. Trevor Six is
1: loving you. He's having a Kim fest. Yeah. I guess um, so. I like this. You just said this the other day.
4: Shocked. Shocked, I say shocked. Shocked, I say. Yeah.
1: Again, I don't know when I can use that, but in yeah. very specific situations I might be able to. Shocked. Yeah.
4: Shocked, I say.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then that's it pretty much for Kim. Okay. Michael Schneider uncorked a great one that Trevor just grabbed when I was asking the audience. I'll just tell you guys this once. I'll never have to contextualize it again. Contextualize is a dang word. But the Idea that I would digress in Snyder's review of the Liam Neeson film yeah. and ask the audience, how old is Liam Neeson? Do you remember when I did it? was a couple of weeks ago, anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's why Snyder, and of course he's having his review interrupted yeah. by me asking the audience, game show style, yeah. what Liam Neeson's age is. This well, is a
0: classic to... Mark Thompson time waster. <laughs> <And so> he... <laughs> this well, a classic to... Mark Thompson time waster.
1: <laughs> he was not happy. Yeah, that's pretty but, good. But he does the Neeson... This well, you is a classic
0: to... Mark Thompson time waster.
1: Yeah. Very, very well done, Michael <laughs> Snyder. And then finally, of course, you know, uh, the Donald.
3: Such a great honor to have participated. Such yeah. a great honor to have participated.
1: Yeah. So, Trevor, uh, really, really cool. Big shout out. Big shout out. He did a great job. Trevor in Hollywood now. He's yeah. not Trevor in Concord anymore. Although, until he... Uh, We haven't officially, he just made that change. So,
4: it's been a um, few weeks. He's he hit the big time, you know. He's uh, he's, he doesn't uh,
1: want to be associated with Concord anymore. No. Now he's Hollywood, Mm-mm. he's Trevor in Hollywood. I would
2: now. say that's awesome, but that's not awesome. Uh,
1: well, I mean, uh, that's <laughs> apparently uh, Trevor. Not everybody. I would a, say that's awesome, no, but that's not awesome. No, John Daly doesn't uh, doesn't love that, but uh. Bill Darty in celebration of my 64th birthday this weekend, here you go, because you guys make me smile every day. Come on, Bill. Big bi- shout-out. Big shout-out and a happy birthday. And a thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Would you like to try to get the background back up for uh, Bill Daugherty, uh, Kim? There it is. That's the birthday background. It's a party. Yeah.
4: Happy birthday, Bill Daugherty.
1: And as Kim once said... This thing is ready to pop, people. That's right. It is ready to pop. The whole scene is ready to pop. So whose birthday? Bill and, and who and who else? Nancy. And Nancy. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Well, yeah. Bill and Nancy, I'd like to... Both of you are regular viewers. You need do nothing right now. You need do nothing Uh-oh. but rejoice mm. in your birthday. But I'd like to now... Offer to you, if you're ready to receive, a lifetime.
3: Receive the rod of equity and mercy.
1: The rod of equity and mercy. And bestowed on a Friday, the rod of equity and mercy has even greater power. Again, you do nothing but receive.
3: Receive the rod of equity and mercy.
1: Receive the rod of equity and mercy. And go in peace. Happy birthday.
3: The Mark Thompson Show.
1: Trevor in Hollywood says, thanks so much for my very own segment, Mark. Yeah, I guess that really was his very own segment. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. You, you know, you hooked up all of, look at that, <laughs> you got the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of celebratory background there. Yeah. Um, pretty wild. Nice job, Trevor. You really get the stuff so quickly. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so... A lot going on. I'll give you some uh, headlines. I mean the um, the Trump stuff and the campaign stuff, the Eastman revelations. I'd like to put them off if I could until after the second hour starts. Then we get Michael and Jim in here with their regular thoughts on politics, and they can begin to give us some thoughts. We talked about the Elon Musk thing yesterday. Now it's making big news. You know the Starlink decision to turn off Starlink. And I've made the point repeatedly about Elon Musk and using the technology. In fact, there's a short up there somewhere in our YouTube channel where I go off on the fact that it's not just Elon Musk. These are gazillionaires who are owning technologies that we become dependent on as governments, as countries. Yeah. And so that when governments and countries get into various conflicts and tensions, you essentially are beholden to many of these Gazillionaires who control the things that you depend on, everything from GPS to your security files, and so Musk's judgment. This is if you you know if you missed it, we we talked about it yesterday, as I say, that he turned off the Starlink satellite uh, communications near the Crimean coast last year to disrupt a Ukrainian sneak attack on the Russian naval fleet. I mean, it might have been it might have knocked out the entire fleet to the point that it would have changed the course of that war. What's
4: a he lot of says, power for a guy to have. I mean,
1: and that's the point. Yeah. It's too much power. Yeah. So you end up with these private citizens and that's what Musk is. And you know, you need him to be what? Cool-headed, make various objective determinations about geopolitics. He's an entrepreneur. He's a You know, armchair scientist. Well, Mark, he created the Bohr company, and he took Tesla to another... I get it. And Neuralink. Yeah. Some of that stuff is crap. The big thing with SpaceX, I think, you know, developing the technology of reusable rockets, that was a game changer, but now you're dependent on Elon Musk's SpaceX to launch your stuff, your communication satellite, your defense satellite, etc. So, in this case, he controls Starlink. And instead of just leaving it up there for people to use... That technology is something he can turn on and off. And as Kim says, that's immense power.
4: Yeah. For a guy who's not been elected, who then has some sway over a military operation in a foreign nation. Really? Wow.
1: He says that he was scared that Russia would respond to any Ukrainian attack on Crimea with nuclear weapons. He says, and again, I touched on this yesterday, but just to reiterate, because now it's making the news cycle in a more prominent way. He says that senior Russian officials he was speaking with made that clear to him that it would lead to a nuclear escalation. I call into question that, and more to the point, see what we were just talking about, which is you're going to let this dude turn on and off these satellites? But as I've said before... You cannot control him now. I mean, he is, you know, I think he's in control of you if you're the U.S. government. It really is the tail wagging the dog because he's been given so much. Now, every time I mention Musk and every time I say anything at all disparaging, uh, I get that you don't understand. He's revolutionized this. That's why I was just doing that dance around Tesla and around. But it's not even a ding on Musk It's a ding on the way we've set up the system that allows someone like Musk to take charge and take hold. What, Mark, you don't trust tech bros? I'm sure they have our best interests at heart. You should just adjust the chip that Tesla put in your head to happy mode and stop the negativity. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Luis. Anyway, that's the deal on uh, on Elon Musk. Danny Masterson got thirty years. Did you see that, Kim?
4: Yes, I did. And finally, a, a sentence for a sexual assault that makes sense, right? I mean, you.
1: Well, see you know, these it's interesting. Yeah, yeah pit, uh, uh, but,
4: pittances like seven years for this horrific assault on a woman, and and now we get a thirty year sentence. And I, you know, I good good.
1: So Danny Masterson. You may wonder why it is 30 years. Uh, I was talking to Courtney about that, and she wondered it. And I I don't know the answer, but I would offer this, I think, as a likely explanation. It was more than just one case. It's two women, and you're convicted in both cases. So He was
4: accused of of attacking four women. Right. The original case was three women, but the the third one, they couldn't... There was problems and it ended up with a, an acquittal because of that case. So they dropped the case and went with just the two that were you know, easier convictions, I guess.
1: Yeah. There he is. You know, this isn't a brag. It's simply a fact that I used to know Danny Masterson and hang out with Danny Masterson playing cards all the time. I was probably at his house twice a week and he was probably at my house frequently wow. with all the, all the Masterson kids. It wasn't just Danny. Mm-hmm. It's Chris and Jordan all those kids from that 70s show, Laura Prepon, they were we were all pals. And I wasn't in Scientology. You know, I know a lot of them are Scientologists. But I must tell you, Danny Masterson was riding high. I mean, he was a hot actor. He was a DJ. He was involved in all these that, that 70s show launched him. But this guy was gifted as an actor. He was charismatic. He had so much great thing going for him, so many great things going for him. Bijou, he was a you know new, newlywed. I mean Kim, they had everything going, and he they were all terrific, and Danny was among those who were terrific. They just seemed great, and he had a monstrous side to him, clearly, yeah. a monstrous side to him. I mean, you really can't tell often, and so
4: was there any clue when you were hanging out with him? Did no, you ever I guess look that's at why him askance and think that's not right, no
1: I mean. You're playing cards, so you're always wondering if somebody's grabbing an angle, you know, like taking an edge. But it, it was nothing more than that. Um, I, I did not. That's kind of why I mentioned it. I mean, I had firsthand knowledge of this guy with no sense that he was this monstrous guy. I mean, that's a really you rape. So this is a, an act of violence, of sexual violence. And now I will get de- demonetized for mentioning this, as Tony will tell me. That's why but I, said I mean
4: sexual assault. No, it's I my maybe, I just said yeah. sexual yeah, violence. I still get you.
1: So. Yeah, they'll, they're yeah. get you one way yeah. or the other. Yeah, YouTube but has some we'll, things they
4: don't want us to say, so we'll man, make
1: no sorry. money on this. But, yeah. but 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 I think we get the information out. And I yeah. guess what I'm saying is, with firsthand exposure to this person, I had no idea. But he's going away. I mean, his life is gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but I would think he's about thirty, right? And he's going away for thirty years. And you know, maybe they'll give him.
2: He's forty-seven, according to Google. Wow. Wow.
1: I thought he was oh. in his third. I guess he was, you know. Um, prosecutors allege that Masterson used his prominence in the Church of Scientology, where all three women and uh, were also members at the time, to avoid consequences for decades after the attack. The women blamed the church. In fact, the church tells you don't go to the cops. Yeah. That came out in the trial. You know, we'll handle this internally. This is the Catholic church situation too, right? We'll handle the priest who is clearly involved in all of these various crimes. We'll handle him within the church. In Scientology, I think they push even harder on the victims not to go to the cops. That was what came out at trial. They were put through ethics programs themselves. They were warned, the victims, against going to law enforcement to report a member of such high standing, which Masterson was. The church said in a statement after the verdict that the testimony and descriptions of Scientology beliefs during the trial were, quote, uniformly false. Uh, Masterson did not testify. His lawyers called no witnesses. The defense argued that the acts were consensual, and they tried to discredit the women's story. Um and of course it's the Bill Cosby dance if you didn't know that's what they're saying essentially he drugged them and um it's pretty pretty brutal it's pretty brutal but i would um i would say that you know this guy who again starred in that 70s show with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and Topher Grace and Laura Prepon this guy is Someone who was a lot more than what was meeting the eye. Um, anyway, he's going away 30 years. It is a um, It's a brutal reckoning for a guy who did a brutal thing. The Mark Thompson Show. Uh, thank you. I saw Pamela Stevens. A uh, Big shout out to Pamela Stevens for uh, throwing in a couple of bucks to us. Big shout out. Mm-hmm. Love you all since the KGO days. And 999 Charlene Slemons. Come on, Charlene. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for a super sticker. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so, so much. All of you, yes, indeed. Quite special. We've got birthdays today, a whole bunch of stuff going on. So Kim's News. And um, then we get into Florida. We'll be joined by John Daly. Uh, other news as well. I'll try to squeeze in a couple of stories before I get to Florida that I really wanted to uh, get to. There is some big, big news uh, in a couple of stories that are follow-ups to yesterday's show.
4: Shocked. Shocked, I say. (laughs) Yes, shocked,
1: she says. She is, uh, she's had it. You know what? Uh,
4: I've had it with you today.
1: Yes, she's had it with me. Really? Yeah. Um, mm,
4: What in the world are you doing?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Again, the squad leader of all the drops. I would
2: say that's awesome, but that's not awesome. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs)
1: Uh, Smash the like button like a boss. Smash
4: it with your iron rod. It
1: is our Friday show. We are so excited that you are here. Thank you for joining us. Mark Thompson Show. (laughs) The Mark Thompson
4: Show. On The Mark Thompson Show, I'm Kim McAllister. We have a a bit of news this morning because it turns out Nancy Pelosi says she's going to run for re-election to represent the people of San Francisco. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi, of course, she stepped down from her House leadership role, but she's not done being a congressperson representing San Francisco. Nancy Pelosi will be 84 years old in March. So, you know, I mean, I know you've complained about... She wants
1: to have her 90th birthday in Congress, everybody. That's right. Yeah, when, you, you know... when you can reach out and touch 90, why wouldn't you want to hang out with the best party in town to celebrate?
4: Well, you know, you see all the, the folks that are older and struggling, especially McConnell... And I wonder if she looks at him and says, you know, maybe it's time for me to go.
1: Well, clearly she, does. <laughs> clearly I don't she doesn't know. think if that. If
4: anyone has told her that, maybe you should consider hanging it up, especially after her husband was attacked and everything else. I mean, you don't want to let that, you know, let them win, let the haters win or whatever. But, yeah, 84. It's, I, okay. That
1: is, uh, I mean. What
4: in the world are you doing? I mean,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't, seems like that might be a good question.
4: Um, I will say that we had an earthquake today in California. We have a a big one. Uh, This was a magnitude 5.0 in Shasta County. Okay, so it's kind of far up there. Hit it about a little before 1030 this morning, nine miles deep, about 50 miles northeast of Redding. A lot of people reported feeling it. They had a couple hundred people already reporting it on the USGS app. Um, so far, no reports of any serious damage or injury. But again, that was 50 miles northeast of Reading in a magnitude 5.0. So that's nothing. To Elon Musk at. hasn't
1: turned off the USGS app.
4: <laughs> He's no, not turned it's off. Still that working.
1: App. Okay. Yeah,
4: Elon Musk is okay. The earthquakes for today, so we're good I to see. go. All right. Uh, yes, everyone, put on your seatbelts. It's okay. The full final report from the special grand jury in Georgia that investigated former President Trump is now out. This grand jury recommended charges against South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, former Georgia Republican Senator David Perdue, and many others who were not charged in this case. The special Fulton County grand jury did recommend charges that did eventually lead to an indictment of Trump and 18 others with felony racketeering and conspiracy counts. So it'll be interesting to talk to Jim Avila and Michael Shore about why some were charged and why others were not.
1: Yeah, case. and it's funny. We always gave, I, I know on this show even, some opinions were, well, Lindsey Graham's a smart guy. He stayed clear of any illegality. So it turns out that, you know, you probably could have been charged, but they just decided for whatever reason, as you say, and we can discuss why, to leave him out of the charging. Leave him out of the conspiracy.
4: Yeah, it's interesting. When the grand jury says, you know, recommends for indictment, maybe the the prosecutor has to look at, well, what's the evidence? What can I actually prove here? I don't know. Hmm. Congress racing to pass a short-term spending bill to avoid a government shutdown at the end of the month. Senate leaders returned to Washington this week, said the chamber is on track to pass legislation needed to keep the government funded beyond the September 30th deadline, but there are concerns over whether the Republican-majority House will follow suit when that chamber gavels in next week. So we'll see how it goes. Here we are again. You could have a government shutdown. And we were warned this could happen, and here we are in the back in the boat again, right? A uh, hurricane Lee still a problem. Uh oh. Sustained winds of 155 miles per hour as this now becomes a Category 4 storm. Pretty powerful. National Hurricane Center, uh, Center says uh, the forecast models have the storm eventually moving north. Forecasters say it's way too soon to know what impact Lee may have along the U.S. east coast.
1: And again, you know, the, the temperature of the water mm-hmm. being so warm, temperature of the waters worldwide now warming warming to critical levels and thresholds this is one of the effects you get these supersized hurricanes and typhoons because this is simply energy transfer that's what that is it's just heat energy that's transferred from the ocean into the atmosphere in the form of hurricanes it's it's scary
4: it's pretty creepy um Many people trying to get information on restarting their student loan repayments are reportedly are reportedly spending hours on hold with their loan servicers. Guess loan servicers don't really want you to deal with your business, right? Some popular servicer websites have experienced outages as borrowers attempt to check balances or make payments. Interest on those loans started accruing again September first. That, according to CNN. They are still looking for this convicted killer in Pennsylvania more than a week after this guy escaped from prison. Police say Daniel Cavalcante is still on the run despite several reported sightings in a heavily wooded area near the Chester County Prison. Cavalcante escaped from custody after being given a life sentence in the stabbing death of his ex-girlfriend. They have video showing him doing a crab walk out of prison. It is wild. President Biden taking part in the G20 summit in New Delhi. The White House says reforming the World Bank and helping developing countries are among the top items on the agenda. President Biden met with India's prime minister today ahead of a group of discussions with other world leaders, which expected to wrap up on Sunday. Reports, though, that the U.S. media is not really being given a lot of access because of the leaders in India not wanting to sit down for interviews. So there's a lot of complaints over that. A plastic surgeon who goes by the name Dr. Laguna is facing 19 civil charges in Southern California. This includes allegedly posting videos of clients on the internet without their consent and inappropriately touching them during consultations. Oh my God. I know. Laguna is also accused of inappropriately touching patients while they were still under anesthesia.
1: Yeah, well if he's touching them during the consultation, I'm sure that when under anesthesia, the party really starts. That's ugly.
4: What a creepy crawler. No thank you. Mm -mm. Um, There's a An auction, a long-missing key piece of Star Wars history hitting the auction block next month. Mm -hmm. It is an original 20-inch X-Wing Starfighter model that was lost for decades and recently found. The model was used for filming key scenes in the original 1977 Star Wars film, including the climactic battle at the Death Star. It will be part of a Heritage Auctions event featuring items from the collection of an Oscar-nominated model maker that will take place October 14th uh, and 15th in Dallas. Bidding for the X-Wing model starts at $400,000.
1: Oh, my
4: God. For the X-Wing. Wow. I mean, that's a piece of movie history right there, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, that's a, you need some real cha-ching, though, to, to make that happen, right? I mean The
4: more cha-ching you got, the more <laughs> cha-ching you get. Oh, that's
1: right. I forgot. Thank you. That's right. This too.
4: is absolutely true. And speaking of cha-ching, the Mega Millions and Powerball jackpots are surging again. Oh! Mm, this Mega is millions. where you'll make
1: your big money.
4: Yeah, the Powerball tomorrow night, $500 million.
3: Step into the world of power.
4: Wow. No, granted, it's not quite the billion of your, but <laughs> 500 mil, nothing to sneeze at. Mega millions, a paltry 122 mil, but you know, still might be worth a little ticket.
1: Right? I agree. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Sure. You know, you this... got to be in it to win it, or whatever they say.
4: <laughs> if you don't play, you can't win. Mm-hmm. Uh, this report is sponsored by you, which means we rely on you to crowdfund the Mark Thompson Show. Please check us out. It's dot com. Super easy. you find click throughs to Patreon and PayPal on the site. And we thank you very much. I'm Kim McAllister. This is the Mark Thompson Show. <laughs>
3: They had to close down an entire radio station to silence him. And now, he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Thompson.
2: I would say that's awesome, but that's not awesome.
4: Such a great honor to have participated... That is a big-ass gator, I'm going to tell you. Shocked, shocked, I say. What in the world are you doing? The more cha-ching you got, the more cha-ching you get. America's penis is having a hard time. This is a classic Mark Thompson time-waster. You know what? Uh. I've had it with you today. This thing has been dragging on and on and on. This thing is ready to pop, people.
1: Yeah, it is. We're popping right now. It's a popping Friday. I'm feeling good. (laughs) I'm jacked up on Coachella Valley coffee. You can't stop it. The official coffee of the Mark Thompson show is Coachella Valley coffee. Go there now, get yourself some coffee, and you can be jacked up and happy like Mark Thompson is. That's right. I'm thinking clearly, I'm focused, I'm feeling good. I had an evening last night that I'll talk about in the next hour. It's related to politics, so I'll get to that with our political experts, Michael Shore and Jim Avila, both of whom join in the second hour. Now... Without any further delay, it's a uh, great honor and pleasure to welcome someone who is the co-host of the After Party Live. He is fabulous producer John Daly. Fabulous producer John John. Daly.
2: Hello, and um, hopefully I'm not muted.
1: No? Is there a problem? Were you muted before?
2: No, hopefully not. Um, You know, i got to say, I'm noticing the extra coffee mugs behind you, and it's starting to look a little like QVC.
1: It is a like a banana. It was a choice, uh, and we kind of thought a wall of coffee cups mm. would get it. Uh, would would get you know? And these coffee cups, I should say, I didn't are, see the red these one. are stickers. They're really nice, and you can you know you can put these stickers anywhere. But Sorry, I'm ready that's to not put up.
4: Hold up well in the dishwasher. How many? It actually
1: it actually does hold up pretty well. Although really?
4: you
1: anything with our logo should <laughs> not be in the dishwasher. It should be done by no, hand. hand wash, okay, right? please. Yeah.
5: Kim, Kim
2: always the contrarian.
1: Your show too. She, she's kind of, if I can say this, I don't mean to say this in front of her, but Ch-ch-ch-ch- she's kind of a drag. You no. know what I mean? Yeah, she's a drag. Rooted. Yeah, she wants to block people. She's always. Oh, you I know, heard about that. Yeah, she's yeah. more. You know, she's uh, that's controversial. What in the
4: world are you doing? Yeah,
1: she's more like this is dragging on and on. She's one of those
4: people. You know, yeah, this thing has been dragging on and yeah, on and on. Yeah, yeah I, I, Trevor and Hollywood, I'm coming for you. I, got- <laughs> I, I believe I have my first drop.
1: You not only have your yeah. first drop, John Daly. It's a good but one. But as I said last uh, 20 minutes ago, <laughs> I believe this drop could
2: go deep in Mark's madness. I would say that's awesome, but that's not awesome. I just yeah, think I was, going, I was about to say, I would, I, I would say that's awesome, but I don't think it's awesome. You know, it's, can I be honest? It's not exactly what I expected. I didn't. It's you know me. I have to bring you down since you're so jacked up. You know, yeah. when I thought of my first drop, it's not exactly what I expected.
1: Mm. Well, as yeah. Kim once said, you know
4: what? Uh, I've had it with you today. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. there you
1: go. I'll never John. be I happy mean, with my performance now. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but I love everything you do, and we love that you make time for us in this segment regularly on Fridays. We like to feature news from a state that serves up the. Uh, Bizarre, the scary, the alarming, but always the interesting. This is Friday Fabulous Florida.
3: It's time for Friday Fabulous Florida. There is a gigantic alligator in my kitchen. <laughs> a look at the weirdest stories from our weirdest state.
1: A, a Florida man is in custody. That in itself would not yeah. make Friday like, Fabulous that's Florida. That's the like
2: default state of everyone. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, he's facing federal charges, and even that wouldn't normally make yeah. the threshold to make... But it's what he's been charged with that is interesting. He was attempting to cross the Atlantic Ocean... In a man-made hamster wheel, everyone.
2: Yes. Is this uh, Donald Trump? Uh, it's pretty... Ooh, it's a wild idea, uh, but it just might be. It
1: is truly a wild idea. And here he, uh, uh, here he is, for those watching on YouTube now, if you're listening to the podcast, it is a giant hamster wheel that is there at the shoreline as the authorities take him in. It looks like it is populated with these what are those some kind of large inflatable ballasts of like some kind bu- buoys yeah, right? buoys, thank you that's the word I wanted um I don't know if it's a ding word, but well, they so did they't no, it's the was word going I wanted with that thing. A, oh. he
4: was trying to go from Florida to where all the way across the Atlantic
1: mm, that's what he said. he was trying to go to England, yeah um the um I mean, what can you say? That's uh um... Thank
2: you so, so much. <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't Thank it be you funny
1: say if that's so, so much.
2: It, wouldn't that be funny <laughs> if that's how Trump got away, you know, after he's convicted? He's like, see ya, suckers. I'm off to Russia. I don't see him doing
1: the. Uh, well, Mark, know, he's
2: very athletic.
1: I don't see him discharging the horsepower necessary to make it <laughs> he's work. He's
2: very athletic.
1: It was a manifestly unsafe voyage, apparently, according <laughs> to uh, those who uh, commented. Um, authorities attempted to get him to leave the vessel, but he had a knife, and he threatened to harm himself, according to Coast Guard Special Agent Michael A. Perez. The next day, he threatened to blow himself up when the Coast Guard approached him again about leaving the vessel. He was really committed to offing himself if they messed with his plan. Then they arrived on the scene with Coast Guard cutters and... That was. What the, can you tell us about the scene? We sent out Coast Guard cutters, Larry. That's
2: in the boat, or is in like scissors? <laughs> like as in the, in the boat. What <laughs> can you tell us about the scene?
1: Yeah, the boat. No. Oh, okay, okay. And they launched a, a small boat to deliver food and water and give him predictions on hurricane reports. You know, again, he's in the Atlantic at hurricane season. They again ordered him off the vessel, uh, and finally. Um, he relented. Yeah.
4: He's done this before, too, apparently. Mm. This is not his first hamster wheel attempt <laughs> uh. where he's threatened others. he's a, He's got a thing for the hamster wheel. Well, I he like that he waits for
2: a hurricane season. I guess yeah, this is a season if you're going to do it and get on the news. He definitely, you know, it's a high-profile move. But yeah. uh, The
1: Florida man who was busted, again, might not make news just for being busted. But as it turns out, he's busted with cocaine, ketamine, guns, and prostitutes, everybody. That is running the table. What a night. What a night. And he was busted on a multi-million dollar 80-foot luxury yacht that was moored in Massachusetts, Nantucket Harbor. Can you show them the yacht, Tony? It It is a super yacht. So he's got a couple of dollars. And as it turns out, he's got a couple of pounds of cocaine, ketamine, guns, and a few prostitutes thrown in for um, good measure, apparently. <laughs> what? Authorities, including the U.S. Coast Guard and Nantucket Police and local harbor masters, boarded the craft this week and found a disoriented woman in the master bedroom. Quote, she appeared to be under the influence of an unknown substance, a police statement said. Quote, she also stated that she did not feel safe. She was taken to Nantucket Hospital for observation. Now, they also found a loaded handgun, a pink bag of cocaine in the room. Are they putting what? it in the pink bags now? That's kind
2: of a yeah. nice no, pink touch. It's it's kind of like the when the cocaine's
4: you... not pink, the bag is it's, pink. It's kind like yeah, uh, of like the pink
1: bags of
2: cocaine, right? Right. You get your donuts in a nice pink. Yeah, box exactly. The packaging
5: special. presentation
1: yeah. is important. Everyone, exactly. that <laughs> is what we learned here. Now, uh, here he is again. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. The uh, he looks like such a nice fellow. He you looks know. like
4: a regular f- guy, right?
1: Yeah. Like, he comes from regular stuff. Shirt, shirt, yes, gray he hair. comes from from regular stock. I come from regular stuff. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, he uh, says uh, supposedly that he has a license for the handguns, um, but. Uh, no license say, for the pink
5: bag. Of no, cocaine? yeah. The,
1: how about the yeah, the cocaine, the ketamine, and the prostitutes? You got a license for that? Uh, he is uh, in police custody, working it all out now. I got a full face tattoo, says this dude, and a kind stranger is helping me with removal. Taylor White was only 21. Oh, it's a it's a it's a woman. I'm sorry. Mm.
2: I, I didn't want to correct you, but then I'm like, yeah, he'll figure it out. Uh,
1: you know, it's funny. I, I thought, I think, I said, I'm I, I'm not sure whether this guy, and I went with dude anyway, and right. yeah, and I, I didn't want to misgender,
2: anyway. so just went with that.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, Taylor White is a uh, a girl, <laughs> uh, only 21, when yeah. her face was woman was tattooed with obscenities, and it was it happened <gasps> oh. against her will.
4: What do you mean against uh, her will? How do you sit for that?
1: I well, don't think you do. I... It was a decade ago, and mm. um, apparently she um, worked in the body modification industry, um, and I, I don't really know. What does that mean, John? Do you know? Uh,
2: body modification industry? Yeah. Uh, like piercing lounge. Okay, you know, like there piercing, I, you know, I, I kind of thought put the piercings. bars in the in your nose septum. Yeah, yeah but that's kind of I,
1: I know it's like a body modification. I, I, call, I would call that body art or something like that. Maybe not. Yeah, it's okay, a whole.
2: It's a whole. They, thing.
4: Can, they sometimes will change people, like they split your tongue and yeah, it's do kind weird of like things that. to your ears, like yeah.
2: I'll say fetish for lack of a better word.
1: It's kind of a community. She um, was a young woman. Her face tattoo began as thin lines on either side of her face. If you're watching on YouTube, we're showing you all of this while I'm talking. Um, Connecting to her temples, again, thin lines. It was her, quote, war paint, she said. Mm. She inked herself during a period of, quote, mania while working at a tattoo shop in an attempt to prove herself as an artist.
2: Wait, so the time, herself?
1: Yeah, that's what I... I mean, it makes it sound like, you know, it that's was not forcible. against their will.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean... Um, she's 37 years old now. She married a member of the U.S. military who later divorced her for a woman he met in Iraq, leaving her homeless and sleeping on the couch of the tattoo parlor.
2: Let me guess, he left her for a woman without a full-face tattoo?
1: Well, you know something, John? Uh, this, I'm starting to feel quite sympathetic to her and protective <laughs> of her, so watch your step. It was then that she met her next boyfriend who she believed was quote a great guy. Uh-oh. You know where this is yeah. going. Yeah. He turned out to be, you know, bad in every way, physically and every other way. Um on the night of her 21st birthday, he took her out to a local bar to get drunk for the first time, but unbeknownst to her, he and his pals allegedly had more sinister plans in mind. This is I guess the un um, uh, um, the unplanned and unwanted it's like it's and dark. forcible, yeah. Um Literally brought brought her back to a hotel room. That's all she remembers. And she woke up, and uh, she was assaulted against her will. Her face is in pain. She looked in the mirror. She saw these this uh, face. T- it's really
2: it's pretty awful. It's pretty, I'm willing it's to really bet there dark. was more than alcohol involved. Yeah, I think this is. I don't a, think alcohol um, uh, keeps you from uh, realizing <laughs> you're getting your face tattooed. She
1: is now trying to get a job in the mental health field. She's saying that she can't get interviews. They don't, uh, you know, it's, uh, she's stigmatized. I know. I mean, again, that's she's the. She's
4: not the staff. She's the patient. Sorry. I,
1: um, yeah. uh, and this is yeah. kind
2: of harsh, but she could be cast on, you know, Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds.
1: Wow. Wow. It's just she has not that kind of like Cardassian yeah. look. Well, we wish her well. Uh, the wrong brother is behind bars. No. Says the attorney. Yeah. A South Florida man, uh, he's saying through his attorney, is uh, facing serious charges. uh, But you got the wrong guy. You want my brother. Uh, (laughs) Let me write out my brother. Yeah. He was arrested last month, this guy, during a traffic stop. And police... That's
2: always how they get you, right? (laughs) The traffic stop.
1: It's true. It's true. There was a warrant for his arrest in a sexual assault case involving a minor. So this guy's a real brutal dude. But his lawyer is saying, no, 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 but it's not my guy. You got my client. His brother is the guy you want. He's working to free this guy who is sitting in a Palm Beach County jail while his brother, who he says is the real perpetrator, is still on the run. Florida can hide a lot of criminals. And apparently, there's a brother running around Florida. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky? Uh, yes. O.J. could help him.
1: Oh, that's track right. track him down like a bounty hunter. Sure. Yeah, O.J., if you can get him off the golf yeah. course. Yeah, exactly. Enough. A woman is detailing now being impaled by, four, uh, by a four-foot stingray in oh. shallow water. This is oh. scary. Yeah. A stingray impaled her back, came within an inch of her lung mm. with one of its barbs. John, you've come within an inch of my lung with some of your yeah. barbs. Uh, yeah, that's why you got to stay out of the water. You have very sharp barb. got to stay think. out of the water. Yeah. Uh, the nurse uh, says that, this. she's a nurse, this lady, had uh, just waded into shallow water in town. Ta- I don't know why that's important, but that's what she wanted to make clear. She just had waded into shallow water in Tampa Bay in Ruskin, Florida. She sat on her knees, tilted her head back to get her hair wet. You know, Kim, when you're there and you're drinking it all in that moment where yeah. you're one with nature. You know, you get your hair wet. wet. You're there with the you the feel ocean the sun on your face. It's yeah, sad. lapping up against your knees. Alligators in the water. Mm. In
4: a moment, what? She immediately
1: Uh-oh. felt something sting <gasps> her back. Experienced intense pain. It was oh. super deep. She says, "I thought I'd gotten stung by jellyfish." When I stood up, though, that's when my husband saw that the stingray was on me. It was on my back. What? Stingrays actually are shy, gentle creatures, but they have long, thin tails equipped with up to three barbed, venomous spinal blades. Venomous is a dang word. They use those in self-defense when they feel threatened, often when they're unintentionally stepped on, for example.
4: Isn't that what killed that Australian Steve Irwin, that Australian animal activist?
1: Uh, he was, it was a, a large one, right? But that was a. He was whacked know.
4: right on the heart with the barb.
1: Is that right? Could we? Could we look yeah. at that? Google Stingray. Oh, yeah. Stingray, look it up, Tony, sure thank it a stingray. you, thanks, uh, Tony. Tony had. A heart. Yeah,
2: it penetrated no. his thoracic wall, causing. An wow! Everybody,
1: everybody, very nicely I mean, done. Everybody rides they, in with him. There's a the picture on. of
2: the lady, but I don't really want to show it for YouTube. So.
1: Okay, thank you. We can't
2: the show the. Uh, yeah, we can't show the. That's the former uh, producer and former producer. The upper, uh, yeah, thank you, You John. You can see it in
4: backstage. There's the picture. Mm, (laughs) How
0: about that?
1: Well, right. (laughs) ideals. producer, John Daly. Yeah, we can see it, but um, audience, you can Google it if you want to find it. Um, Google it. Yeah, Google it. Google it. Uh, And (laughs) a three-legged bear breaks into a Florida home and drinks White Claw, everyone. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. I see a sponsorship deal here. Well, I mean,
1: he's looking for another claw. So a three-legged bear (laughs) known as Tripod broke into a lanai over the weekend and decided to have a party. Um, The security camera notification alerted those inside the house. There's the white claw. We're showing it all to you on YouTube right now. The 13-year-old son in the house heard the family dog, Bruno, barking then he spotted Tripod, the three-legged bear, tearing a hole in the patio screen.
4: He's coming in.
1: Oh, my God. I've never been this close to a bear. There's never been anything like this. Oh, wait a minute. There's never, never, never anything been like anything no. like this. Oh, my. Nothing in our history, nothing in would you, our history, you say? There yeah. is nothing, nothing in, in our, our history that quite compares to this. To this. And there he is roaming through the house again if you're watching. Tripod then made himself at home, opened the family's mini-fridge. What? <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> Hungry.
2: Wow. Well, or he It's the end of his hard day, and he wanted a drink.
1: Once I saw him open the fridge, this is a quote, I got scared that he could open the doors to the house. Um, they had some fish food that was left next to their fish tank, mm. and the bear went for that. Then... The bear proceeded to the bar. He took three (laughs) White Claws, drank, and left very happy.
4: Tripod's no fool.
1: Just part of living where we live, said the father in the house. The family said Tripod is a well-liked member of the neighborhood. I was not scared, because we know the bear really well. He lives here, we respect their habitat as much as we can. Well... Your habitat is their habitat apparently. And I so like that tripod... their white
2: Claws are protected by a security system. <laughs> you have to have your priorities, right?
1: They do. That bar. That bar is well watched. A Central Florida restaurant temporarily closed. Rats ran out during the health inspection. No! <laughs> what? Uh,
2: roll call. We have processes and protocols and standards. Yeah,
1: I'm guessing there is no protocol that allows for that. Four (laughs) central Florida restaurants had to shut down temporarily after health inspectors found that they were not operating in compliance with all state sanitation and safety laws. Uh, Yeah, you could say that's like the understatement of the uh, compliance uh, uh, year. Uh, At one of the restaurants located in... Osceola County, three live rats came out from under the kitchen equipment during an inspection.
4: Wow, that is so You see the guy there with his clipboard? Check, check. There were rats. One,
2: two, three.
4: Thompson,
2: party of four. No, there were rats at one of the bars I worked at, and we'd be there counting the money, and the family of rats would run out from under the DJ booth, right? And then they would eat all the cherries and olives that had fallen on the ground on, like, a Friday night or Saturday night.
1: Oh, my God. That's just so um, unhealthy. They
4: had, they had to close the movie theater in Petaluma because of a rat infestation. This is a uh-huh. year or so ago. They had to close it down. Down by the Petaluma River, it's rat city. They're everywhere. And so yeah. all those businesses right along the river, you That's know, a
2: relatively new modern building, too.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, they, this is, again, there were four different restaurants, Seminole Barbecue Company, J.J.'s Exquisite Dining, <laughs> so it's like Bonfires. A
2: of, it's a chain that the rats uh, work at. Yeah, they have, the, right. they have their regular spots. They share, uh, yeah, they share the yeah, employees. You
1: like to go where somebody knows your name. Perkins <laughs> Restaurant and Bakery, uh, they're all the, um, Perkins Restaurant and Bakery number 1132. Those are the four uh, in Florida. Where are you eating? Like. Oh,
2: yeah, that's really
1: nice. I got to oh, check that man. out. A Florida man finally arrested after posting his, quote, new Mercedes-Benz that he stole, everybody. He posted it on social media. Yeah, you know, you're excited when you get a new car, no matter how you get it. Yeah, A new car! A new car! Where's my new car? A new car! Where are you, new car? My new car! <laughs> well, I imagine that's not the last time you're going to hear that drop on this story. A uh, Palm Coast man. Palm Coast, Florida, everybody. How about it for them? All right. He was arrested after deputies connected him to a string of car break-ins in Deltona. He reportedly perpetrated these while driving around in a stolen Mercedes <laughs> that he posted on social media. Nicholas Coffey is his name. He's 23 years old, reportedly driving through Deltona in a Mercedes-Benz that was stolen out of Ormond Beach. Stole it with another person. The two were caught on residential security cameras doing it. Then he was Did caught on video. Is
2: Nicholas Coffey? That's a yeah, strong C-O- name.
1: C-O-F-F-E-Y. Yeah, right. Um, he was caught on video around four thirty in the morning uh, when he stopped at a Deltona gas station in that for stolen <laughs> car, made a purchase in the station. He had the same face covering around his neck, blue latex gloves. You know, he had the the full run. The images from the gas station circulated, and he had a warrant out for his arrest for a separate case. He has this distinct face. You can see he's got uh, some tattoo yeah. ink on his face. And yeah, but the facial neck.
2: tattoos are not as strong as the other woman. No, well, yeah, and she's going to be the squad
1: leader, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's the gold medalist for... Um, this is
2: kind of amateur.
1: Yeah, but he's got a significant neck tattoo, which helped cops identify him. Yeah. They tracked him down in Daytona Beach around 5 a.m., arrested him on outstanding
2: warrants. Is that a dollar sign on his Adam's apple? Mm-hmm. Looks like it.
1: He'll need the dollars because he is being <laughs> held for $57,000 bond. Oh. Day.
4: I don't think when they get the tattoos, they really consider their criminal careers, you know? It's going to yeah. make me easier to identify. No, they don't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Maybe well, somebody exactly with a right.
2: really horrible neck tattoo, with low definition.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's, uh, we don't like to do it,
1: uh, I have to say. Um, it, 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 choosing between stories for us is like choosing between favorite children. and mm. You can't do it, but you must do it. The bylaws of this program require that we choose a favorite. So I'll remind you, and please indicate your favorite in the chat. We do look after the show to see what everybody's favorite was. Even if you're watching this days after we've actually done this segment, we do review our material. We're diligent about that. Diligent is, uh, isn't it? Is it diligent a they word? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, the Florida man arrested while attempting to run across the Atlantic to England in a giant hamster wheel. Yeah, the Florida man busted on that super yacht with guns, drugs, and prostitutes right there in Nantucket. I got a full face tattoo against my will, mm. says the person who was, is now trying to remove that tattoo with the help of a, uh, a kind stranger a big mountain to climb. The wrong brother is behind bars. It wasn't me you want for those sexual assaults that they're warrants out for, says one man in South Florida. A woman detailing a scary incident with a stingray in shallow water impaled by a four-foot stingray. The three-legged bear breaking into the Florida home and drinking the White Claw. The Central Florida restaurants, four of them, closed after rats ran out during the health inspection <laughs> or the Florida man arrested after he posted his new Mercedes that he had just stolen A new car. And he posted <laughs> on social media. So what, what's it going to be? I'll ask you, fabulous producer, John Daly.
2: I think I have to go with Hamster Wheel for originality. It's very wily Coyote, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Fabulous
1: producer, John Daly. Very well done. Yeah. Tony, what is your favorite, sir?
0: Ah, Mercedes Fool. That's, that's mm-hmm. the true definition of F around really?
4: and find out.
1: Yeah, okay. Thanks, right? okay, Tony. <laughs> yeah, all right. Tony likes the Mercedes. <laughs> He's uh, an Kim, idiot. Kim, how about you?
4: I am with John on the hamster wheel guy. It's very Florida, yet has an international flair. And I don't see how we can go wrong with it. We've
2: never seen anything like it before. It's We've good. never seen anything like right, it. My your friend Brett Burkhart. We've no. seen prostitutes we're, we're, before. We're, Brett, Brett is
1: the closest thing I can think to, uh, to anything. Uh, le- yes, I would say uh, this is a very tough one. For me, it's between the Mercedes dude mm-hmm. and... The hamster wheel, dude. I mean, it's just insane. Uh, But I like the guy with the guns, drugs, and prostitutes, too. This is really a tough Mm. one for me. I don't know. Why are you yelling? I'm going with the crossing the Atlantic and a giant hamster wheel.
5: All right. Yeah.
1: That's Friday Fabulous Florida for today.
3: This has been Friday Fabulous Florida. There is a gigantic... Alligator in my kitchen y'all come back now here
1: thank you all who have weighed in on your favorites uh, oh, there's one up there now Calvin uh, shout out producer, like said uh, the bear The bear is pretty strong it's Try very bad, hard to yeah. decide as uh as was noted by square and uh, several others in the chat so uh John. We look forward to the After Party Live, and um, we'll um, encourage people to go over there and check you out right after the show Yeah, ends. I would
2: say that was awesome, but that wasn't awesome.
1: Yeah, that's no, it, our no, new it was drop, awesome. and it we was do awesome. love that. I would that.
2: say that's awesome, but that's not awesome. Yeah, very well done.
1: Uh, John Daly, everybody. <laughs> Bye, John.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. The Mark Thompson Show. And now, without any further delay, I want to get right into some politics with a guy who was the senior ABC News correspondent and covered the White House for so many years. In fact, it's during the time of him covering the White House that I actually want to ask him about in a story that's kind of making news today related to immigration. But how about it for the great Jim Avila, everyone? Yeah. Jim now writes a column on media and politics, and boy, never has media... And politics been more at the center of things, I think, than now as various narratives are being woven, Jim, I'll give you the latest one, the CNN polling that suggests that there is uh, no confidence in Joe Biden, people are unhappy with the uh, the economy. They're in, they, they almost in every category in the CNN poll, they reflect this uh, lackluster kind of enthusiasm if there's any enthusiasm at all and in fact in one instance and again this this is a pretty extensive poll on down there is the actually uh, extensive in, in the number of questions I, I actually and you know i'm a pessimist and i would be like a warrior but i actually think this this poll is total bs not maybe not total bs but a lot of bs but anyway uh, it it suggests that it's being really played out that's why i want to talk to you about it quickly and then we can get into other stuff in media cuz cnn is running with it right it's their poll they're talking about the fact that that in an election between Trump and Biden, Biden might not win. Uh, so uh, against that backdrop, I want to ask you both about that poll and just about media in general running with a story like this to create the horse race, I think, on some level.
5: Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, I think there is a problem. Biden does have a problem. Uh, you know, his age is an issue. And... Uh, And I think that's going to be the way it is. The good part is that people.
0: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere
1: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: As long as Trump is in the race, the vote for Biden is really a vote against Trump. And he will, I believe, prevail uh, if it remains as it is. The best thing that could happen uh, is that he wants to go down in history as a legacy president, the one who turned us around, who brought us back from the brink of disaster to, normal, to normalcy, and uh, steps down. Uh, I, you know, Michael Shore, who's not here today, but has told us before, he believes that will happen. I'm not as convinced it will happen. My view of politicians is that they rarely give up power if they don't have to. So, um, so that's the problem. The other problem that Democrats have there's two of them right now, and the New York Times was, uh, was big on one of them today, is immigration right now uh, is right. blowing up in the Democrats' faces. Uh, the, the move by the Texas and Florida governors has actually worked, uh, where they have shipped uh, hundreds of thousands of, uh, of immigrants to New York and Chicago and, and, uh, and L.A., and it's caused a crisis. Uh, that the Democrats have not gotten a hold of. I have a couple things to say about that when we when we get into it a little bit deeper.
1: But I definitely want to touch on it. But go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so
5: yes, and then and then crime, um, the perception of crime remains, especially in, among your Bay Area view, Bay Area listeners and viewers, is that it's out of control. The numbers don't really back that, especially violent crime. Uh, but that doesn't really matter when, you know, friends of mine who live in the Bay Area tell me all the time, you know, especially in areas like Market Street or over by Jack London Square in Oakland, they don't want to walk outside. You know, it's, you know, it's terrible. And you see these, even here, down here in LA, you see these smash and grab operations, which really aren't dangerous to people. They those folks just want to get out of there with the goods. They don't stop around, stop and, and harm anybody. But that kind of those images uh, are two. Those two issues uh, are, are really dragging Biden down. Now we can get into any, any one of those that you want to. The third point, though, on this poll is besides the fact that there's some validity to it, is that even if you, even if you think it's accurate. It's a picture in time, okay? So don't get all upset. You know, do get motivated. You should motivate people. And maybe it's gonna do some good, who knows? Maybe we're getting too uh, lackadaisical about it all. But also this poll has, has been criticized heavily uh, in, in the left wing, among the left wing media because it oversamples Republicans. Now, Philip Bump in the Washington Post writes about that today, if you wanna get into it deeper at some point. And the fact that there's a reason for the oversampling Republicans, because this was primarily, this was primarily a, a poll about the Republican primary. So they, so they polled more Republicans than they did Democrats. So when they get to the overall issue, it may not, um, it may not, it may not hold water. Uh, of biden versus trump but so there's a lot of criticism for that and and that you that you have to take that into consideration when you look at this poll so uh so that
1: there's a lot in, there in general, general those
5: uh, that's the overview
1: yeah 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 no I, and i and i like that and you really touched on what i was talking about which is that the the sample was weighted you know uh karen d says crime regarding crime it's up uh to the states governors and the mayors to take care of business uh, that is on Newsom and the mayors. I think there is a i think there 's truth to that I, I, I think that uh, sadly the perception of how safe you are and how how happy you are with life in wherever you are these cities and places around the country uh, sadly that's uh, that 's attached to those people in power so uh, you 're always going to you know uh, 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 you have to own that i mean even though you may not really legit own it uh, if you 're president I mean it just contributes to an
5: overall feeling um yeah, the media has to do a better job, and I'm going to touch on this on my column that's going to drop next Tuesday, is that those two issues are key, but the media needs to do a better job of going beyond the perception, okay? Every time, so when the New York Times writes about, like today, they write about the immigration issue, they don't write about the fact, and what what Democrats should be doing is say, hey, wait a minute, and then they should propose Repropose the immigration reform that they did in 2015 that the Republicans shot down. Come out with a with a strong package that includes more border security, includes more judges to, to go through the, um, uh, the, the asylum claims so they're not all backed up at the border waiting four years uh, before they can get to see a judge. Um, a worker program that allows uh, workers to come in and as long as they stay clean to continue to stay in this country and work instead of now when they, you know, now they sneak in and they have to sneak to work. uh, All those things were in a package in 2015 that the Tea Party and the Republican Party shot down. And it was a bipartisan proposal. It included McCain. It included the other Arizona Senator. It included Marco Rubio. Uh, Those folks were standing up there and were in favor of this. And what the Democrats should be doing is proposing, you know, they have the Senate, have a senator propose something like this, pass it in the Senate, give it over to the House, and then make the House either vote on it uh, to make it clear who's really gumming up the works. It's the Republicans, not the Democrats, and put the issue back on them. And they're not doing it. And that's, and that's the real problem. I love that
1: you went through it, because I was actually going to ask you to review that which uh, was proposed. And as you say, it was a bipartisan proposal, and really would have been something, put a huge dent, certainly, in the problem with immigration. But that said, um, uh, now it's become uh, really a campaign issue. And so they've had, um, they've had, they've had the ability to make political hay, essentially, is what the, with uh, the GOP. Yeah. And the
5: democratic it. response, the Biden administration response, unfortunately, has been, we're going to ignore this. And that's not going to work. You can't ignore it. You ha- it, it is you know, on, on top of everybody's mind. And, you know, this is an, going to be an issue-oriented um, election because neither one of the candidates that are leading now are very popular and are very, you know, charismatic and then you don't want to follow them. <clears throat> it's going to be all about um, some kind of uh, – it's going to be about the issues. And you got to get on, get on the right side of the issues. Uh,
1: by the way, a uh, quick note that uh, uh, Michael Shore, who is usually joining Jim – uh, is at a trump rally right now covering a trump rally, and he 's trying to get a signal out, but he can 't get a signal from where it is so that 's why uh, oh. we 're just talking to Jim without michael today uh, so far if he you know if he can jam one in we'll we'll uh, we 'll put him we 'll put him on of course uh, yeah. yeah i uh, it 's interesting that you the, the and then we can move on from the poll but uh you realize that this is where the media comes in I feel as though Uh, On one level, the media reflects public sentiment, and on another level, the media dictates public sentiment. You know, Jim, I I think to the degree to which I'm carpet-bombed with these polls that say Biden's too old, I get it. But And and I was at a dinner last night where, you know, essentially they were saying they don't like Biden that much, they're – I don't know how I. I don't know how they voted. I think they 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 lean probably right. You know what I mean on certain issues, probably because of taxes. And this couple was saying, yeah, they just uh, they don't like. Biden. when I kind of queried them as to why, they didn't really have an answer. It was sort of like, well, uh, he just doesn't seem like he, you know, he's in in command of a lot of things. And I said, well, what things do you feel he's not in command of? I mean, I tried to press them a little bit without being a jerk, and uh, and and there was just nothing there. And you realize then and this is the point I'm getting to, how the media and how perception is so much a part of things and a part of creating a feeling about someone. It is high school. It's all... I think on some level perception that is dictated by things like charisma and like a je ne sais quoi, you know, like, I don't know what it is. I like about that guy, but it's something or an ability to communicate. I mean, guy, uh, generically man or woman. I mean, Hillary had this, a lot of negatives around her and I don't know where they came from on some level. So anyway, please, please speak to that.
5: Well, first of all, on your first point, the, the media does, um, we put out polls to make headlines. Okay. Especially in the summertime when it's slow. So CNN had a day's worth of news, maybe two days worth of news that, and not only were they talking about it on their programs, but all across the media spectrum, we're quoting the CNN poll. So there's a bit of marketing involved. Um, and it's much easier to talk horse race than it is to talk the issues. And that that's a problem. You know, we, we have that, that problem. Um, you know, I just wish that they would. Uh, you know, and what I try to keep hitting on in, on my column is that we have a responsibility to, if we're going to report, and you have to report the fact that there, you know, these these pictures of people running into stores and running out, and you have to report, you know, that that women are being having their purses snatched off the street, uh, and people having their uh, their windows of their cars smashed in San Francisco, and people are grabbing their laptops out. You gotta report that. Same time, equally you should be reporting in the same body of the story, the statistics that show that it's not really as bad as it seems because of these pictures, because of social media. And secondly, you should also point out that Joe Biden was never in favor of defunding the police. He was never, he has been, Joe Biden has been, you know, to progressives like myself, uh, the antithesis of of what good uh, good policing should be, I mean they, he and Clinton poured in billions of dollars to hire more cops, so to attack him as being anti cop uh, anti law enforcement is just silly, and the media needs to point that out when they do these stories they 're going to do a story where the Republicans are attacking them a Biden should be defending himself, which he 's not and and b the the Media has a responsibility to present what the real truth is, and and they're not doing that. Same with immigration. Every time they say that New York is being flooded with immigrants uh, and the Republicans are gaining because of this issue, like the New York Times did today, they need to effectively call out the fact that the Republicans are the ones who continually kill immigration reform. They want the issue. Republicans want it to be like this.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that was the implication of the New York Times piece today. I mean, I think it was in the headline, you know, GOP finally, yeah. I don't know what, it, I don't remember what it was. Something like GOP finally got what they wanted out of immigration or something. But the, uh, I mean, it's, it's a real problem. I'm, I'm super glad you led with it because I think it's a, it's a huge issue and you'll find it across the political spectrum, frustration with the immigration problem. That's the reason Obama, you know, had that, you know, ha- had floated that, it seemed successfully, a dent in the immigration issue. Now I'm going to, Bring on a little bit, uh, Jim. Some of what we get here, and I and I like that we get it. But I think it also reflects part of what's out there. This is from Ray. Let's see. When Trump was in office, we had gas under two dollars a gallon. Um, what, $2 not true. A, no, not that's true. true. That's not true. It's not true. Okay. Um, a gallon of milk was three fifty. Now gas is almost four dollars a gallon, and milk is five thirty five. So where has Joe Biden build back better or Bidenomics been? Yeah, I, I think there's.
5: Now, the premise the stuff, is wrong
1: yeah exactly it's patently false ray but i mean i do believe that's out there also you know you had this guy came in biden i mean i'm not trying to give him any breaks but i, I i'm gonna as you know trump and his and the gop really screwed the pooch and the economy was being affected by COVID as well I mean, huge tax cuts is what they got through and they and they dropped a ton of money on the economy right i mean the the COVID relief package was immense i think uh you know, you talk about the expenditures of the Democrats. I think the Republicans under trump, they dropped three trillion on the uh, on the debt, so I don't know where that yeah. but there's that's out there Jim you know that that I suppose is just an extreme position. Are you saying says champagne wishes to use the media to manipulate and change the perception of the people? No, I'm saying the media already affects the perception of the people. I'm not saying to use it to manipulate it. How about you, Jim? You're you're saying show the whole story is what I'm getting from your remarks.
5: Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be saying uh, that, saying that, letting Republicans say that immigration is because we don't have control of the borders without saying, well, we had a chance to control the borders and Republicans shot it down. And what I'm really putting the onus on is not so much the media, while well, they should do that, is the Biden administration. They should <clears throat> push through Congress, the Senate, which they control, an immigration reform bill that is similar to what they had in 2015 and see what the Republicans do with it. What they're going to do with it is shut it down. And that will eliminate that as a, an issue uh, in, the, in, the, in the election for Democrats. I don't know why they're not doing it. They have the power to do it. They need to attack
1: it. Uh, in response to Ray, Harry says, Ray, why aren't you doing the research instead of believing Fox, OAN, and Breitbart? Yeah, it did feel Breitbart to me. I'm sorry.
4: Ray. Thanks <clears throat> yeah, I mean, for being the, here. the
5: whole thing. Yeah. I mean, look, inflation took a huge hit because <laughs> we didn't buy anything for two years. Uh, we were sitting back and in our houses and ordering Uber Eats and not going out and not buying stuff. And that's one reason so then so then demand shot up because we got freed a little bit and we're out there spending again which is a good thing and that shot up prices also there was a uh, there was a supply chain issue where the where the ports were closed and we couldn't get stuff in that raised prices and then we have greed my friend step into the world of power
3: loyalty I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com. 3% Com/slash/boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply.
2: Investing involves risk. Three percent match requires goal for one year. From first match, must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.
5: We have greed from corporations which are making record profits to this day. The people that Ray supports, his people, the Republicans, support and give handouts to these big corporations which raise prices and keep them up there. The oil companies. There's no reason for gas to be at five dollars a gallon. There's no reason it should be down, but it's being kept up by oil companies who who want to who are answering to their stockholders and keeping the prices up. That's the reason for it, and somewhat and that's somewhat to be true about food prices, although those have gone down uh, now. But other things have remained up because of greed.
1: You know, it's interesting, and I'm just reading other remarks Ray's made, and and I. I don't have a problem with, you know, provocateurs like Ray, although I think he's a true believer more than, you know, he says I'm in Florida uh, and I do my research and Biden is uh, pretending to be president. If you're ignorant, you need to do the research. He is dead. Listen, is, is that, so Ray, let me understand something. Is Ray, is Biden responsible for the crap you're talking about? Or isn't he? On the one hand, you say he's not, you know, he's dead. He's, he's DOA. On the other hand, you say he's responsible for all this stuff. The other thing I would say is Biden's travel schedule alone would kill me, okay? It's insane. He's at the G20 summit today. He's all over the effing world. This dude definitely has more energy than I do. You know, he's biking. He's. I'm telling you, the dude is literally more energetic than am I. Now, he speaks deliberately. He was a former stutterer. He doesn't communicate as dynamically, but... The idea somehow that he's DOA, I just don't buy it. I mean, uh, then there's this from Adam David. They give Trump credit for the gas prices during COVID, but don't blame him for the market collapse. Neither one have anything to do with the president. I think you've detailed that pretty well, Jim.
5: Yeah, and I think the other thing to, to remember about Trump is his major contribution uh, to the presidency was a tax cut which benefited his, benefited his buddies and hurt the general public. Now, Ray lives in a bubble out in Florida, uh, and God bless him, and I'm not going to call names like he is. If, he was, if it was me, I would have blocked him already because he called a name. If he's going to do that and call us names, he doesn't get to participate in the conversation as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, Kim, but, uh, Kim's our blocker. I'm sorry, Jim, I let that... No, there. no,
5: that, that, I just yeah. don't think that's right. I mean, we yeah. can have a conversation about this. I, I refuted his arguments without calling him a name, Sure. Uh, and and I think that we that's what we should do. We should have a civil conversation about it. He's wrong, he's blocked, but doesn't mean he's necessarily a bad person. So, you know.
1: Kim Kim loves blocking people, so it was a really delight. <laughs> I <laughs> see your fingers yeah. at work was, now.
5: Uh, the
4: more I read his messages, and then he came out with the you know calling people stupid, and I'm like, you're out.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, Ch-ch-chut. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, go ahead. You Jim. start
5: calling names, yeah. that's just not that's not worthy of the Mark Thompson show.
1: Thank you, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> um, So the last thing I want to touch on is revelations about what was actually attempted in this coup attempt that was uh, culminating with January 6th. And what's coming out of this Eastman defense or the back and forth in his attempts to keep himself from becoming a a disbarred lawyer. Okay, And what's coming out is essentially they were prepared – To And there were others involved, among them perhaps Chuck Grassley. They were prepared to replace Mike Pence, given his reluctance to go through with their plan to deny certification of the uh, electors. They were prepared to substitute Mike Pence, who was going to be missing, okay? He was going to be in all of the madness. They were ready to substitute him with a Chuck Grassley, and there were even, I think, others that were named. But high-profile GOP senators, this is, again, these uh, leaked revelations and revelations that appear point to such an insanely developed conspiracy to take over the U.S. government. It's astounding to me. I mean, I really, you know, no matter how used to all of this you get, I think the revelations just blow you over.
5: Yeah. And if they would have been competent, we'd be in big trouble. But they're not competent. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, they're not competent. Um, And, you know, guys like Rudy Giuliani, not competent. Guys like John Eastman, not competent. Going to lose his law license. Uh, Yes, what he said about his plan, the secondary plan was have Pence out of the picture, either not show up or get delayed. Or the Secret Service—that's one of the reasons why perhaps uh, Mike Pence refused to get in the secret in the in the truck with the Secret Service. They didn't 100%. Even know they were mistaken. Yeah, and uh, you know, so um, their their plan was to have you talk about old Chuck Grassley approaching yeah. ninety this week um, take over as uh, as because he's he's Senator Pro Tem and would be next in line to take over the Senate. And reeled the gavel. Uh, now, he has claimed that that he wasn't involved in that plan and that he was only talking about it if, if Pence had to leave to go to the bathroom or something, he would take <laughs> over. But it, it's kind of shallow. Um, at, at, at one o'clock Pacific time, when Mark goes off the air, everybody tune in and listen to the Oberman countdown project, uh, countdown uh, podcast today, which. Does the Eastman thing beautifully and outlines exactly what they were trying to do, and links an Eastman email to Donald Trump himself, uh, and he, he was involved in this, and and that's why I mean what Oberman calls him calls uh, Eastman is the worst witness ever for Donald Trump. He's the guy who's going to bring him down. Uh, so. Uh, you know, take a listen there's to Dad. that. He's, he's, yeah, take a listen to that. Don't do it, it at one good. o'clock.
1: One o'clock, you got to the after party live with Kim. But okay, uh, after oh, that, one ten,
5: whatever. It is. Yeah,
1: whatever. Whenever you, uh, yeah, yeah, whenever you get around whenever to free. it. Um, I do want to leave you with this uh, because you've certainly t- uh, there's been incoming fire today with uh, Jim yes. Um Let me. Um, I stop my whole day to listen to Jim and Michael every Friday. Thank you for your insight, Jim. How about that? Thank you, Deidre. Yeah, very very nice. Um, and uh, I also had some, you, you're getting a lot of love. You're getting a lot of love, Avalon. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Well, uh, that's um, always appreciated.
5: But you I, you know, know. Know, I don't mind, like you, I don't mind having a conversation with guys like Ray. But as soon as they turn ugly, they're gone, as far as I'm concerned. They are on my, on my Twitter feed, and it happens all the time now on Twitter. It's just, you know, the algorithms have so uh, gone crazy that all you get is right-wing stuff.
1: Yeah, um, and this is interesting to go out with this. Uh, Biden's stellar, but we need young, smart Democrats in his administration. Bringing in a top advisor, Marilyn Schneider. I think that there are young, smart Democrats in his administration already. Marilyn, I would I would take issue. He, I mean, his whole it's not like it's a bunch of eighty year olds sitting around a table deciding stuff. And by the way, even if it were, if they're smart eighty year olds, I have no problem with that. But uh, I think his administration is populated by some young, vibrant thought makers, don't you think, Jim?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think, look, Joe Biden is better than the alternative at this point, you know, uh, and probably at every point, uh, if the alternative is Donald Trump. I have said on this broadcast for a while that while I respect Joe Biden and think that he deserves to be on Mount Rushmore for what he's done for this country, uh, is a transitional president he said he was going to be a transitional president let's let him do that and i wish he would step it down and let the democrats have a viable primary where they pick a viable candidate uh, who is young and has more vigor and that that's what i would and i think that would address many of the many of the issues that that democrats have right now with their own candidate uh look joe biden's a great guy you know he he, i've had lunch with him. I've been at his when he was at the vice president at his at his house up in D.C. And you know he has a party every summer for the for the press. Uh, he's a he's a nice guy, but you know he's. It's clear I'm not so worried about his mental accruity at this point. Yeah. What I'm concerned about is that his health may not hold up. Mm. Um, you know that worries me more than anything. Is that. It, at the wrong time, uh, just before the election, or in the few months before the election, or after the conventions, or in the first year of his presidency, he has a medical issue uh, that that has a problem that gives lends him a problem. The actuary tables are that that's going to happen. He's eighty years old, and I'm concerned. So, if about you that.
1: knew if you knew he was going to be fine to eighty five, you would have no. It's green. I would have though. no problem. No. Okay. Uh. Jim Avila does a column, and we'll feature it. Uh, we try to feature it frequently, anyway, on Tuesdays. That's when it drops from Barrett Media. But here you can find him regularly, and you, um, you are such a fan favorite. I uh, yeah. love exploiting you because you're, uh, you are <laughs> loved by so many.
5: It's about time somebody exploiting me. I, <laughs> I keep telling my girlfriend, and she, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, you work. know, it's,
1: <laughs> you got to stay
4: at
5: it. Uh, can I
4: throw one at Mr. Avila before we dismiss him from the jury Please, panel? Kim, I want to hear from you. So you talked about Grassley and him saying, uh, you know, he didn't he wasn't going to ever do that. And he meant something different. Of course, when the indictments are flying, you don't want to be connected to it. And today I saw this. I don't know if you saw the the full indictment out of Georgia listing other people that should have been indicted but weren't. And now there's a response. The grand
5: jury report.
4: Yeah. Yeah. There's a response from Senator Lindsey Graham, who is defending phone calls that he made uh, to Georgia's top election official after the 2020 presidential race. He says um, he only asked legitimate questions about the way that state conducted the election. Nothing to see here. Move along. Do you think they would be taking m- kind of more of a belligerent turn about all this if there weren't indictments issued and now they kind of have to backtrack?
5: um because I, I don't know like, that I understand what you're saying.
4: Well, it seemed like it was something to brag about.
5: Like, you know, oh.
4: yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're fighting for Trump. We're this, we're that. And now the, the indictments are and everyone's like, oh, backpedal.
5: Yeah, well, I think we're seeing a lot of quiet, a lot of silence among Republicans mm-hmm. who were not so silent a little while ago. Uh, I think that, along with the January 6th sentences, uh, have calmed down the, the right quite a bit because it's serious business and folks are going to prison for a long time. I think that's a problem. Now, I do believe that what the federal, what the grand, not the federal, the state grand jury did, uh, so there were two grand juries, right? You understand there was a first grand jury who wrote the report, which said that Lindsay should have been indicted. Um, And then there was the grand jury who did the indictments, who came back and we don't know what they said. We know that the district attorney then took all that information and decided not to indict Graham. Now, I have to trust that district attorney. She's doing a pretty damn good job, mm-hmm. and she's standing up to people like Jim Jordan, uh, who she told you know that he's trying to intervene in the in a, in a in a in a district attorney's work. And she is a strong person. So when she decides that there may be trouble bringing Lindsey Graham a Lindsey Graham case, I trust her. That what she didn't want to do was cloud up the situation where some people might get off and some people might be convicted. So if there was a chance that she that he would be that he would be acquitted or a hung jury, I think she's only going after the solid cases at this yeah. point.
1: It was quite the revelation to see that they passed on the the Lindsey Graham thing because he's yeah. so he's so all over it. He was at the time in a high profile way. I mean, we knew Lindsey Graham's involvement, so it was wild to see the, the charging jury, as you suggested, the charging grand jury, not, um, you know, passing on that, but
5: nothing uh, would have made me happier if I could be sitting here talking to about a <laughs> Lindsey Graham indictment, but I have to trust her. Uh, if I'm going to trust her to bring the charges, I have to trust her not to bring the charges. And I think, you know, uh, there must be a reason,
1: you know, um, there's just so much selling of your soul to, uh, on the GOP side. It, it's astounding what uh, is now a passing for okay. And yeah,
5: Lindsey Graham doesn't have a soul.
1: Thank you. So. And, that, and so leading that parade is Lindsey Graham, which is what I was getting to. Trust right. it. So. Um, <laughs> all right. We love you, pal. Thank you so much for being here. The great Jim Avila, everybody. All right.
5: Take care, everybody. Have a good week. Yeah.
1: So long. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, the Mark Thompson Show. Kim's news awaits. She'll do a news capsule, and I will alert our stations, Tony. I'm alerting our stations, Tony. Thanks, Tony. I'm alerting our stations that we will be going late. We will be going over. Thanks, Tony. Because I have the great Michael Snyder, the culture blaster, who will uh, review movies, and we'll get into it. But Kim's news takes a priority, Kim, and don't try to play it down, Kim. Don't try to pretend immodestly. That you're not important, Kim. Mm. You are important. You're very important. Kim, how are you? And I'm going to make sure that your news gets on this show.
4: Well, listen to you.
1: It's true. It's very true.
4: This thing has been dragging on and on and on. Oh, well, how (laughs) dare
1: you, Kim? I don't think... You know what? I've had it with you uh, today. Kim, please stop it. I really don't think that uh, you need to put it that way.
4: Shocked. Shocked, I say.
1: You say a lot today, Kim. I guess so. All right. What
4: in the world are you doing?
1: I don't. What I'm doing is I'm asking the audience to smash the like button.
4: Smash it with your iron rod. Give us a
1: thumbs up. Thank you all for your support. We appreciate it. Kim's News. And then the Culture Bluster. Mark Thompson Show. The Mark Thompson Show.
4: On The Mark Thompson Show, I'm Kim McAllister. Let's talk about busloads of migrants. President Biden is reportedly weighing a plan to force migrants to remain in Texas as the immigration crisis grows. According to the Los Angeles Times, the plan would force migrants who illegally cross into the U.S. seeking asylum to remain in that border state while awaiting screening. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott has already bused thousands of immigrants to New York, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., and other blue cities or sanctuary cities. There is a Minneapolis Democratic Party chairwoman who once wanted to defund the police, Apparently now doing a bit of a 180, this, after she was carjacked and assaulted. Her name is Shivanthi Shethonadon. She suffered a broken leg, deep cuts to her head, cuts and bruises all over her body on Tuesday. In a recent post, she called for youth running wild to be prosecuted and thanked the Minneapolis Police Department. So there. The IRS cracking down on millionaires that owe hundreds of millions of dollars in back taxes. The agency announcing it is launching an initiative funded by the Inflation Reduction Act to increase auditing on large businesses and on the wealthy. The IRS commissioner said in a statement, years of underfunding before the, uh, the IRS uh, led to the, the IRA rather, led to the lowest audit rate of wealthy filers in our history. So... A proposed law that was approved and sent to Gov- the Governor Gavin Newsom yesterday that prohibits public schools from excluding books that discuss the contributions from people of all genders, the contributions of Latinos, LGBTQ plus Americans and other ethnic, cultural or socioeconomic groups. Schools would be fined now for doing that. The action was taken in response to the Temecula School District, considering removing a textbook that talked about Harvey Milk, a gay rights leader from San Francisco. The Measure will become law next month after Governor Gavin Newsom signs it. The magnitude 5.0 earthquake shook a forested area of Northern California this morning. Uh, we told you this was a, a magnitude 5.0, and there's a woman who's talking about it who works in the area. Her name is Jennifer, and she works at a hotel near the epicenter. The shocker, sitting here just doing some work, and it started rattling, and it was kind of like the building, the older building, was making some noise, and uh, I stood up, and you could feel it bouncing, and, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah, she works at the Fall River Hotel. This uh, this earthquake eh, kind of in Shasta County-ish near Redding, <laughs> population of Falls River on 364.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> on the Richter scale, it's kind of a
4: nah. eh, 5.0. <laughs> That's a big one. I, I you know if you're I agree there. with you. Anything
1: with a five, I'm not happy with.
4: But again, population 364. So well, there, if there's you're a, there, there are other things.
1: Know. There are other things germane in seismic activity besides yeah. just Richter scale readings nine, so you have nine to,
4: miles deep thank on you this one? nine miles
1: mm-hmm. deep is it a transcurrent fault is mm-hmm. it you know was it a slip fault etc there are a bunch of things it's the way the waves are you know transmitted and obviously epicenter is critical but yeah 5 yeah, worries me but then some of the other stuff as you suggested make it a little less threatening.
4: yeah so sparsely populated area no reports of damage or injury but she said it's the talk of the town <laughs> the 10,000 gallon sewage spills prompted the closure of about a mile of beach in the Los Angeles area. Beaches in Marina del Rey and Playa del Rey are closed until further notice. Public health officials say the sewage spill was caused by a blocked wastewater line that overflowed. Ew. The blockage has since been cleared. The leak stopped. The impacted beaches will remain closed until water quality samples indicate safe bacteria levels.
1: Seems like a good plan,
4: doesn't it? China's ban on iPhones for government workers is causing Apple shares to plunge. The stock fell 4% Wednesday, another 3% Thursday. China is Apple's third largest market.
1: Wow, that's big.
4: Yeah, it is. It is. Google is rolling out interest-based ads on Chrome, pop up Queries for private sandbox say the new technology replaces third-party cookies. Some users have complained the pop-up doesn't provide enough information about cookies and privacy. So, yeah, it uh, looks like they're, um, you could get pop-ups on Chrome. And I, I don't know. You know, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Hmm. Um, another story and last story uh, before we go to the movies. Jimmy Buffett's final album set to be released November 3rd.
1: Wow. It's, what? Yeah.
4: It's called Equal Strain on All Parts. It was completed right before his death. Three singles from the album were released today, including My Gummy Just Kicked In. It features <laughs> Paul McCartney on bass. Yeah. There's a total of 14 songs. Where are songs. Weed smokers at? <laughs> yeah. Total of 14 songs on this album, and of course, we know Buffett died of skin cancer at the age of 76 on September 1st, so My Gummy just kicked in, and 14 Morning. other songs, yeah, you know, we'll right. be able to, he leaves us with that. So, I, you know, I like that. I yeah. did not know that he had one more album in, in the works to come out. No,
1: none of us did. I mean, it, it's fantastic. Well, it certainly has some interesting track names to it. Love that.
4: <laughs> my Gummy just kicked in. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, I guess,
1: yeah. remembering Jimmy there Buffett. There he is. He looks happy. Yeah. The thing about Jimmy Buffett, it seemed like happy all the time, mm-hmm. like a party. And he did create a lifestyle brand. I mean, that's what made him different than so many other artists. We talked about it when we got yeah. the news that he had passed away.
4: This report yeah. is indeed crowdfunded, which means we rely on you. You can find us at themarkthompsonshow.com. Patreon link, PayPal link is there. And, of course, the Super Chat is live here on YouTube. I'm Kim McAllister on the Mark Thompson Show. The Mark Thompson
1: Show. Oh, yeah, everybody. Glad you could all make it. We're excited. Tony, I asked you to alert our stations that we're going to be running a little bit long today. Have you alerted the stations? Thanks, Tony. Yes. Okay. The station has been alerted. Chat? We're good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. The, um... uh Before I get to the Great Culture Blaster... um. Is there anything else I need to do, Kim? I ask you. You got a lot of love, Kim, for your blockage—the oh. your your tendency to block people. Um, well, I'm I'm I today. lean against blocking. Kim leads toward leans toward blocking. Kim, how
4: are you? So today I blocked three people.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
4: I blocked well, one I'm person shocked, on Nikki's show. shocked, I say. Yeah. I blocked oh, you on blo- your show. Oh. I blocked Ray, mm. is gone, and the Bee mm. Weed guy from yesterday. He was back at it today. He was- no,
1: he's back at it. Wow. What
4: in the world are you doing? Yeah. Well,
1: and Kim is all over it. And Charlene Slemons is all over it. How about ten bucks? Super sticker, Michael Snyder. Super sticker for ten bucks. Big shout out. Big shout out. And Joe Fong with a super sticker. For 20 bucks. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We are crowdfunded. We love it. Every little bit counts. Kim should have had her own troll killing rod when she blocks. <laughs> Receive the rod of banishment and obscurity. There you go. Oh, well, it's a, Ooh, it's it's a, a wild, wild idea, idea, but it just won't. might work. Anyway, thank you very, very thank much, you so, Louis. So thank so much. you so, so much, is what I meant. On Fridays, he comes in when it comes to music, movies, television, streaming. He is without peer. As the culture blaster, he comes and
0: goes on a rainbow. How
1: about it? For the great Michael Snyder, everyone.
0: Hey, happy Friday Mm -hmm. to you, Mark, to Kim, to Tony, to uh, Albert in absentia. Sure, Albert. Albert, thank you. And, of course, to everyone out there. In uh, the viewer uh, and listener uh, world, we love having you on board. You've um, covered everybody. I'm very impressed by, by that. You know, I hope everyone had a nice Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, for the record, I am a traditionalist, and I won't be wearing white after Labor Day. I see. But I will definitely continue to be white, since, as usual, I'm, I avoided the sun all summer long. Yes, we're both kind of pasty in our pallor. That's for sure. And and, uh, also, I had the good sense to not attend Burning Man. Um, You know, after the burners left the easy access of San Francisco's Baker Beach and went for the stark wilds of so-called Black Rock City in the Nevada desert, I stopped attending. Uh, Honestly, I preferred sleeping in my own bed after undulating around a nice conflagration in the sand. Oh, man. Uh, Anyway, this year at Black Rock City, it wasn't so much Burning Love as it was Wade in the water. Uh, you know, they felt the burn, Yeah, and it was wet, Mark. It was wet. I'm it was a
1: conflagration glad... the with
0: you. I'm glad I wasn't a part of it to be straight up with well, you. Well, you're also someone of, you know, it's a little
1: too elaborate a scene for you, I think. You like something like... A, I yeah.
0: come from regular stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. You come from
0: regular style. I'm stock. an urban guy, Mark, is yeah. all I can say. Yeah. And with that in mind, shall we go to the movies? Let's do it. No, we'll
3: do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Let's
0: do it live. I had a serious decision to make this week due to a screening conflict. I had to decide whether to review My Big Fat Greek Wedding three. <laughs> Or the nun. This is why
1: I would never be a movie critic. Or
0: the nun too. So some might liken this to choosing between a headache and an upset stomach. Yeah. Which one don't I want to review more? Yeah. I'm not right. sure which movie is which in that uh, uh-huh. correlation. I, but in the end, I went, I went for the horror movie mark, my big fat Greek wedding three. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I've spent enough time with Nia Vardalos and her lovably wacky flagrantly ethnic family that I had no need to spend any more time with her. Oh, I see. You waved it off. He went for the nun. Yeah, I chose to put in 90 minutes with an evil death-dealing demon wow. in the form of a nun with kind of glowy eyes, a hook nose, and pointy teeth like a shark. Wow. Oh, right, spoiler alert. Yeah, that's that's what the nun is. That's the primary villain creature in The Nun Oh, too. so that's
1: not the nun, that's the villain.
0: Yeah, well, that is the nun. Oh, the nun the, the, is? The, are you, the nun, well, there, nun looks there like are that? good nuns and bad nuns in, in the nun movies. So, so 2018's The Nun... Uh, yeah, set, tell me about the nun one. Wait, you got to have context. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was set Thank during you. the mid-1950s in a Romanian abbey oh that's assailed by the aforementioned demonic nun thing. Could
1: there be anything more bleak than a 1950s Romanian <laughs> uh, and aforementioned ding word? Yeah, Go right. ahead.
0: Anyway, uh, it was a spin-off and a prequel, by the way, uh, presuming to tell the origins of a cursed painting of a very creepy-looking nun that was in one of the considerably better Conjuring pictures with Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga as a married couple of spiritualist paranormal investigators. Yeah. And actually, if you haven't already seen The Nun, there's little or no reason to see The Nun, too. In fact, unless you're a conjuring film series completist, and that means also <laughs> seeing all the Annabelle movies about a possessed antique doll and all the conjuring. Anyway, there's really no reason to see The Nun, too. Okay. Conjuring but, and completist. I'll ring I'll a, th- both of them. Both as of you them. might you. presume. Having sat through it, I am duty-bound to discuss the pros and cons of The Nun 2. All right. It has some jump scares, and Thaisa Farmiga, coincidentally the younger sister of The Conjuring's Vera Farmiga, uh, and Thaisa is committed to the role of Sister Irene, Hmm. who first encounters the habit-wearing demon Valak in The Nun 1. And if I remember correctly, she sends the creature back to hell, although not or, uh, long, and, and apparently not in a handbasket. He's out anyway, on
1: parole or something? Well, he, how did he get back?
0: I don't know. Is it a he is it a he or oh, she? Oh, it could be just a she, of course. Of it's a, non, it's a nun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good point. It's, it, it doesn't take the form of a priest. Busy killing priests, as a right. matter of fact. Sorry, okay. Anyway, so Valak is back in the nun, too, and the church... Tasks the savvy Sister Irene to drive out the evil spirit when it starts traveling through Europe, killing priests, infecting innocents, and making them do bad, bad things. So Sister Irene is kind of like the nun Uh I mean, most of the <laughs> horrific doings go down at the devilish nun's latest stop on her 1956 European possession tour, and that would be a convent school. Endangering the mostly prepubescent female students. Why Why is she the one who is... She's like Liam Neeson in uh, Sister Irene is kind of like... Like yeah, I have a special set advent- of nun
1: skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Which sounds a little like numbskulls, which you have to be to kind of like these movies. Wow. Anyway, so uh, there is a convent school... And there are mostly uh, prepubescent female students. And the nun, Demon, singles out the vulnerable pigtailed daughter of a teacher at the school for, I don't know, reasons. And so after a while, this whole thing, young girls in a convent school being chased and tormented, feels like the most hellish installment of the Madeline book series ever. (laughs) I mean, I think Madeline might have been amongst these poor girls. So That's very funny. When when Valak seeps into the soul of the school's handsome janitor, you can surmise the rest of this nonsense. Uh, surmise I, is a dingler. Any and uh, nonsense is an embarrassment as a joke, but I said it anyway. Um, if there are virtues. Uh, no, I'd say none. Anyway, um, uh, very good. I uh, get it.
1: None. Uh, I have to Don't say, encourage him. No, do not ding that. Now, uh, Thaisa right,
0: Farmiga ahead. and the other actors do a good job of screaming, running, and serving as nun bait. And to its credit, the first nun movie was pretty atmospheric and also had Damien Bashir as a uh, hard hitting, battling priest. By comparison, this one, directed admittedly with a sense of gothic place and visual flair by uh, Michael Chavez, feels more thrown together. Uh, there is mm-hmm. an unexplained or barely explained MacGuffin that the nun demon wants for, I don't know, ultimate power? Uh, And would that power be the ability to slap one bulky student across the knuckles with a ruler and simultaneously hurt a multitude of nasty boys? That's actually a good point. I mean, nuns uh,
1: were already maybe Satan-possessed for a while. I mean, some of them are very A handful of kind of abusive, yeah.
0: I have ruler across the knuckles. That's scarier than this demon, frankly. Anyway, I I don't know why the nun does this, and I don't really care. It's in theaters, uh, caveat emptor. As the people say.
1: Yeah, I'll. Uh, Tom says prepubescent. I missed it, I guess. That's a dang word. Okay, go ahead. Okay,
0: Michael. with a charming yet street smart view of its main character that brings to mind aspects of Francois Truffaut's The 400 Blows and Vittorio De Sica's The Bicycle Thief. Oh, my God. This is a sophisticated. This No, this is a, this is, no, this is right a lovely, uh, down to earth film. Okay. Um, Scrapper. Uh, concerns Georgie, a clever, stubborn 12-year-old girl living on her own in a working-class London neighborhood after her mother dies. Uh, although she clearly misses her mom terribly, Georgie, who is played by the precocious uh, Lola Campbell, has figured out a way to make social services think that her uncle, by the name of Winston Churchill, is taking care of her. It's all a sham, but she's managed to convince social services who are clearly idiots, by the way. Um, <laughs> Uh, Meanwhile, this admittedly resourceful kid thinks she can continue paying rent on her mom's flat by selling stolen bicycles to a fence. That's right. Georgie and her best friend, Ollie actually are bicycle thieves. Yo, Vittorio De Sica, check this out. Oh, there it is. Anyway, uh, Georgie's questionable uh, plans for survival are upended when her father, Jason, played by Harris Dickinson, shows up after being away since back when she was born. Uh, Needless to say, Georgie has her suspicions about her absentee father, his disappearance from her mother's life, and his seeming disinterest in his daughter for a dozen years, like the entirety of her life. Um Anyway, the gradual process of the recalcitrant Georgie accepting Jason's uh, haphazard attempts at taking on parental responsibility are sweet and emotionally resonant. Campbell is terrific, as is Dickinson, who was uh, actually pretty darn good in last year's uh, Dark Comic Treat, Triangle of Sadness. It is easy to understand how Scrapper won the Grand Jury Prize at the Sundance Film Festival. So you really like this. With those performances and that of Aline Uzin as Ali, as well as screenwriter-director Charlotte Regan's canny script and her inspired use of kind of an artful Greek chorus-style commentary about, uh, um, about Georgie. Uh, from the people in Georgie's neighborhood who have less than kind opinions about her. So Regan even mixes in a bit of magical realism now and again. Uh, Scrapper is one of those down-to-earth dramedies that UK filmmakers do so well it's a little gem. It's in theaters now, and it will be available for streaming on October 10th.
1: That is very great that you liked it so much. Mackay says uh, precocious. I guess you use that. I'm sure ding, recalcitrant
0: is a ding word, a ding word which oh, you didn't uh, respond to. Oh, thank
1: you. Michael with the uh, self-ding. I love it. Very hey, it's impressive. another Michael Snyder time waster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Michael Snyder with the new drop. For those who might have missed it earlier in the show, this was from uh, when he was doing the Liam Neeson uh, Uh, This is a classic
0: Mark Thompson time waster.
1: Yeah, that was the... uh, My terrible impression of Liam. This is a classic
0: Mark Thompson time waster. But again, I
1: like that you took the initiative. Go ahead. What's Anyway,
0: uh, Sensual, Wacky, and Original, Piaf, uh, is another movie set and shot in Berlin. One more movie set and shot in Berlin because, you know, we can't escape Europe today. Uh, It's light years away from... Uh, Things like Liam Neeson's Retribution, which was also set in Berlin. Uh, In Piaf Eva, a young German woman is enlisted to do Foley for a commercial touting an American mood uh, stabilizing uh, antidepressant drug when the regular sound effects person – because Foley is when you do sound effects um, after the fact in film – Uh, So the regular sound effects person, who I believe is her non-binary sibling, is being treated at a weird sort of sanitarium. Yeah, I I said this was wacky. Um, The commercial that she's doing features a cantering, kind of whinnying horse. And as Eva works on evoking these uh, horsey sounds, she finds herself growing a horse's tail. And showing signs of, shall we say, unbridled enthusiasm. Oh my
1: God. And, I'll ding evoking, though.
0: And and power in her intimate relationship with a quiet but apparently harness loving botanist. Uh, you might say that Eva what? is starting to feel her oats. Anyway. Oh my God. What? It's, oh my it's God. Surreal stuff shot on 35 millimeter film. Surreal, all ding. Uh, really? Uh, The color pops. There's occasional sequences that take place in an underground Berlin nightclub with pulsing industrial dance music. And Eva there galloping around to the beat. uh, Confronted with this weirdness, you might say nay, if you get me. Um, But the more adventurous among us (laughs) might enjoy saddling up and riding the bizarrely erotic piaf. Is this a weird sex movie? There are some sexual overtones, undertones, and middle tones, yes. Joy, uh, it, it turns me off. The whole thing turns me off, Michael. Is it, no, it's, no, it's funny, it's sort of silly, and there's nothing explicit, really – uh, but so she's. It, oh there is God. tail stroking though, Mark. Uh, I, I, the whole thing grosses weird. me out, Michael. Even the poster, I just don't like it. It, yeah. it just. Uh. It's pretty freaky deaky. Uh, directed and co-written by a woman, Anne Oren. This movie brings new meaning to the phrase "joining the horsey set." Oh my God! <laughs> what? <laughs> It's interesting. And this theaters. is their new hope. No. Yeah, and I let's guess. wrap it up quickly here with a yes, final you. cut, you know. Go I, back to the barn, Michael. What I, do you have I, for us? Uh, I liked uh, the artist very much by, uh, uh it's an Oscar the, winning the movie. The silent film, yeah. Yeah, by Michelle Hazenavicius. Uh, uh yeah, and it's well a, 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 this new movie he did, uh, Final Cut is kind of a mix of horror and comedy. It's a meta, Inside movie making trip that's also pretty hilarious. Wow. Essentially, it's about a director played by Romain Dory, who is a terrific French uh, actor, mm. and he's um, has to make a live, single take, low budget zombie movie that's going to be broadcast live. It's sort of a you know trick in a way. It's it's a, it's a feat that he wants to accomplish, and so uh, he has to have the cast and crew um, you know take care of business. And in this movie. Within a movie, the cast and crew one by one turn into zombies, but it's actually a movie about that happening. I get it. I get it. It's and, super meta. All it's right. super meta, and it's really entertaining and crazy, and it's sort of a love letter to kind of uh, seat-of-your-pants movie-making. And once you get past some of the craziness of it, it's pretty uh, kind of engaging. And it also features uh, Berenice Bejo, uh, the leading lady from The Artist, and uh, a few other uh, talented European actors, um, I just, I thought it was really funny and it's got a lot of phony gore and, and splatter stuff going on, but it's a movie about a, a movie being made. I, 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 you'd have to see it. And but I, you, you liked it I then, very much. I, I thought it was really, really clever. Uh, it's available for streaming. It was in theaters briefly, but I wanted to kind of catch up to it because it's so unique. Yeah. I, I don't know.
1: It's intrigued me. Final cut. Um, uh, commentator I, says sometimes the best Snyder. Is when a movie becomes just an excuse for a pun fest. <laughs> it is true. Michael
0: likes the. Uh, he will succumb to those uh, I, I will pun offerings. Yeah. So uh, we, we do want to talk briefly about some uh, TV programs that I really love before we uh, head out of okay, here. Okay, but
1: let me just to Tony. Have you. Uh, you've told our stations we're going to run a few minutes uh, over. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, okay. okay Go ahead.
0: Uh, so uh, I want to. I give a big shout-out to Archer on FX. It's the 14th and ostensibly final season of the snarky, sometimes laugh-out-loud funny adult cartoon series about the suave, arrogant, indestructible, and often impossibly efficient, in uh, spite of himself, super spy with the espionage agency ISIS. H. John Benjamin voices our hero Sterling Archer. Aisha Tyler is his on-again, off-again lover and fellow agent Lana Kane, Judy Greer is the uh, secretary receptionist and kind of lunatic rich girl, Cheryl. Chris Parnell from SNL is the wimpy techie. Um, and so on and so on. This show is so funny and sharp, and it's attracted so many talented people who come in as guest actors. Um, For a long time, uh, the late Jessica Walter played the leader of ISIS, who's also Archer's mom. He has so many mother issues. Yeah, it's very funny. And um, uh, you get Christian Slater recurring as a a sardonic CIA hothead and Archer nemesis named Slater. He's basically playing himself. Brian Cranston, J.K. Simmons, John Hamm, Matthew Reese, Timothy Oliphant, uh, so many. Anthony Bourdain voiced the character on wow. Archer. Uh, Burt Reynolds played himself on Archer before he passed away. No, no kidding. Very entertaining. I love Archer. And again, uh, catch the final season. And finally, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks uh, started Series 4, uh, the cheerful canon referencing Star Trek animated series about the ensigns who are usually assigned to do grunt work and thankless tasks on a starship, uh, Jack Quaid and Tawny Newsome, fresh from doing kind of live-action versions of their characters, Brad Boimler and Beckett Mariner are back as cartoons, and they are in fine form. So
1: let me just understand that. This is a great premise, if it's what I think it is, yeah. which is it's like Below Deck, but it's on a starship?
0: Yes, exactly. Oh, my
1: God, that's great. What's it called it's again? It's
0: called Star Trek Lower Decks. It's a cartoon, and again, the characters, played by Jack Quaid and oh, Tawny Newsom. I love this! ...showed up in live-action form on uh, Star Trek... Strange New Worlds uh, a few weeks ago and it's for fans of the of the uh, entire franchise it is a love letter talk about love letters to star trek totally No no but appealing. but
1: but uh, on below deck the you know the super pretentious uh, utterly obnoxious rich people are making all these excessive demands right. on the crew in star trek lower decks are the you know, the, the captain, admiral, other people, are right. they making these demands on the people in the lower decks or uh, not?
0: Members of um, Starfleet are a little more noble than that, but these people are sort of considered, you know, the grunts. They're the ones that have to, uh, like uh, in the current episode that I just watched, Boimler, who is, uh, you know, uh, eager beaver ensign, is asked to clean out the holodeck. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a mess. You know, because people can do whatever they damn want I in the holiday. This. So it's like the worst duty that. <laughs> <laughs> i use the word duty advisedly uh, i love this I can't anyone wait to can watch get it. on a starship you have to clean up the, the star trek lower decks where where can i see it uh it's on paramount plus and all right. it's funny and again it's very self-referential
1: paying for the damn paramount plus with nothing to watch that'll be great all right listen quickly he likes uh star trek lower decks he also liked um what was the other thing? archer archer. archer of course in its final season speaking of final he liked final cut the movie within a movie Piaf, he also liked. I liked it, but I liked but it. But he thought as a whimsical, weird...
0: Weird, but it's not going to be for everybody. Foley
1: artist who also works in a club, dancing, grows a tail. <laughs> Kim,
0: don't yeah. watch it, I beg of you. <laughs> yeah,
1: Scrapper, he really liked. It's the British uh, number that uh, has a lot of British charm and a lot of cinematic charm. And The Nun 2, he uh, puts it in the same category as The Nun 1, And that's a missable category. Um, Sad. i like any excuse to go to church, but I guess this is not the church that you'll find me uh, worshiping. Yeah,
0: props to Thaisa Farmiga to play the heroine and all that. Yeah, good uh performances, but um, maybe, uh, no. Speaking of good performances, I'm hoping for great performances on Sunday in Pittsburgh by our San Francisco 49ers. Welcome back, Nick Bosa. Let's see if Brock Purdy can continue his amazing run post-surgery um I'm excited uh, because the Giants have been letting me down, baby.
1: Yeah, well, sadly. I mean, the Niners are loaded with talent yes. and the Giants are not loaded with talent. So maybe the difference there, but yeah, let's uh let's not start this season like last season. Let's uh let's win the opener. So uh Michael, we'll look for you across social media as the Culture Blaster and you still do the I believe you're going to be doing the Coastal Commuter as a podcast. We're working on that.
0: Okay. And in fact, uh, you can also check me out on threads and Instagram, Michael Snyder, excuse me, Mike the Knife123. Mike the Knife123. That wasn't taken, Mike the Knife123.
1: I am Mike the Knife, dude. Damn straight you are. He comes and goes on a rainbow. Bye, Michael. Later. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What can I say? (laughs) The Mark Thompson Show. Where is the time gone?
4: It's out. We're done. It's over. It's
1: out. Kim wants to get out of here because she's got her own show to do. She's had enough. She's been blocking people. She's been, she's had quite the day, I think. (sighs) Yeah. Friday Fabulous Florida. It's been, um... It's been quite the show, Kim, and you should be very proud. Be proud, proud, proud. Such a great Pretty honor proud. to have participated. Exactly. Why don't you yeah. be like the former president and say <laughs> stuff like that, you know? Uh, I want to thank everybody who has given us a thumbs up. It's an easy thing to do. Smash the like button Smash if there's anything that you like. And even greater thanks to those who support us on a regular basis, on a monthly basis. We're going to say Patreon, PayPal. The links to those you'll find in our description. Thanks to Tony, who hey, has uh, done. Uh, if I'm going to say, and I have to say this, and I mean it, in a rare moment of sincerity for me, mm-hmm. I'd like to offer MVP props. Most valuable player this week, Tony. Thanks, hey, Tony. Who did, he turned around stuff from yesterday. They're living at wow. 60s and shorts on our channel. And, dude. I really appreciate that. It makes a big exactly. difference and it helps grow this channel. And I thank you very, very nice much. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. In between there, my f- many jobs, I, I try to fit you in as, as much as I can for the show. You do a great job. <laughs> do you what really I do. Can. Thank How you so come much. Tony
4: gets the MVP award, but I never got the MVP award.
1: Well, I mean, you uh, After are MV, MVP I do. adjacent. <laughs> you're just not quite MVP ish yet. Know what? But I, I, I just – don't ask for MVP, Kim. Don't ask for it. It will come to you. You are – Kim has grown into a larger role on this mm, show. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'll be honest. Felt probably would have made good. MVP, but, but you did <laughs> let one get into the outfield this week on you, Kim. Didn't you? I mean, I don't want to bring it up, but I actually had yeah, actually I forgotten about it. I yeah. Kim, how are you? Yeah. I
4: did I did do that.
1: Yeah. The, guest, uh, the guest that I kept teasing – yeah. It was great. He's coming up next door, blah blah blah. And then in the middle, it's like, well, where is he? I don't know. I don't know where he is. <laughs> then, then you came in and said, uh, "I messed up."
4: But he's I took ownership today. of that. I mean, the, he's coming I, tomorrow. I didn't try to hide it. I said, "I have done this."
1: Yeah. No. I, I, I th- no. I thought it was really uh, quite lovely of you to take ownership. I'm just saying, you See? can't. You know, after you have a bad game. You can't then say the media, well, it was my fault and then expect to be getting MVP because you owned the fact that you had a bad game. You had a bad game. Everybody has a bad
4: game.
1: Uh all right. Uh we must close this place down. I hate to do it. I don't like to close the place down, but there comes a time. There comes a time when we must. There's a reason that this place is fun. It's fun, it's disturbing, we've blocked a couple of people, I don't know. I, I did
5: everything right and they indicted and me. I
1: know, it's tough. She likes working for you, a great boss, better than Fallon. We never even got to the Fallon thing. Fallon apologized and Seinfeld said it's being blown out of proportion. The whole thing is crazy. But, um, anyway. And
4: I have to, I have to uh, go back now to the Mark Thompson crying room. <laughs> the room of dismay and despair
1: you have to go do the after party live, we'll do it live. I'll write it and I we'll do, do it, it live. live I love an after party and I only go to the live ones we'll be back on Monday actually Kim will be here solo on Monday I'll be on KFI Radio I'm in Shelby Los Angeles for the Mark Pinky, Show. thanks Pinky Bye-bye. big shout out to Pinky, a dollar a day Big shout right. out. thanks everybody Thanks for a great week. Till Monday. Bye-bye.